Ambition is critical. Right, I'll explain it to you. It's a Christmas behaviour chart. Never heard nothing so fucking nonsense. But don't fucking ask me. Do think, do think for a fucking second that I brought that into the house, mate. That's proper super nanny shit, that isn't it? That's yeah, that, yeah. that's that's my that's my message. That is. So I like I say, she, you know, what she does is because these two can be boisterous as fuck. You know, when you've got boys like that, yeah, yeah. So they fuck about, and then uh, she goes, right, that's it. Now we're gonna go down a notch on a chart, and that because it's oh, like very, it's very cool. good, good. Below average and naughty or something like you know yeah, but I mean? don't you think even if they fucking burns the cat's tail, they still not, they still gonna have the scale ethics on the fucking Christmas day. No, I know, but that's you know my my boy, he's only three. He thought it was a good idea. He thought it was brilliant. The fact that he had a, he's had a a letter off the naughty yeah, off the off the yeah, for telling him he's on a naughty list. He's chuffed. He got in the car the other day. <laughs> dad, Dad, guess what? I'm on the naughty list. It's not a good thing. Like. That's what, that's what happened to the killers of Jamie Bulger, man. It's, that's it's, what it's not a good thing, boy. That's what happened to that Venables, boy. It's not impressive, you're a naughty list. Hang on, this is episode 14 of the Ambition is Critical podcast with Adam Double Barrel Farrell in the house. Good, good evening, good evening. Um, yeah, it's keeping them in fucking check anyway. That's all that matters. Oh, yeah, it's all that matters. Niall's on a run, he's like five very goods on a trot. Yeah, oh, he's, he's fucking flying. He's flying he is, yeah, he? he's fucking flying. Not as good as me on my drinking van, self imposed. You know Everyone what I mean? Just bring in fucking bevy left, right, it's, center. Do you know, it, it, right, Saturday, I'm not going to have a drink. I, I take Niall the football, comes home, sticks the swans on, I'm not going to have a drink. Next thing, Wilfred Boney scores, right? Not fire. Oh, it's my gone. word. I haven't celebrated like that since the fucking van passed the MOT. I was up fucking <laughs> jumping around the fucking living room, yeah. giving it the big one. I thought, well, i got to have a can now. I was straight yeah. on WhatsApp. I was singing the old Wilfred Boney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Tundal was giving it to Wilfred Boney on Twitter. Yeah, he was. Everyone was for like a little spell, like, and then... That's what football does do for half hour, isn't it? You know, yeah. you do fucking oh, bouncing, like, you oh, know what I mean? there was, there was a tweet, right, from a guy called Rich Amos. This pretty much summed up how I felt, and I actually wrote it down very up to him, remember. It's the hope that kills you. Yeah. Isn't it? Right? <laughs> There's no more true and sweet. Problem, oh, my God. That's the problem. Yeah. We score in three minutes, and unfortunately, you just know in the back of your mind, there's only downhill yeah, for yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you set yourself up for disappointment, no we playing Stoke, man. We're not playing fucking, oh. you know, we're not playing Real Madrid. Like, you should be yeah. thinking, oh, well, fucking hell, at least there's, there's a chance in it. You know what I mean? Oh, but fuck, he was a short lived, like. Well, he was, you know what I mean? And the thing was, we was, then we got straight into this, like, fuck it, let's keep going. We, uh, it was like, we were comfortable, I felt. It wasn't like we were comfortable. Stoke were playing fucking dreadful. No, we mentioned it last week about how bad run Stoke yeah, had been yeah, on. Yeah. Like players like Shakiri, you know, he is a game changer when you look at him. Of course and, he is, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he, might, he doesn't do, might not do anything at all, though, so his little legs go, and then yeah, he's, he's through, right. you know what I mean? Which when is it, exactly what we haven't got, like, yeah. you know. And, and when they um, play in into the fucking hands, like Fur did for the first goal... You know, and they just gave in Joe, Joe Allen. You could see that pass, my love. It yeah, didn't yeah. take right the weight of the pass is quality, but it doesn't take you know a fucking world class footballer to pick that pass down the centre and they've scored because we just fucking handed it to him. You know, and then like what was it? Five minutes or so later, it just shit defending again. It was a fucking shambles. But again, with Allen, it's again going back to he should be doing that for us. Oh. You know what I mean? That's well, they, the they, fucking did, killer. Did you watch Match today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they highlighted it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, they, they made a big thing, uh, I can't remember who was in the studio now, about Joe Allen. They were just showing him picking up passes and spinning yeah, up, yeah. stepping forward into space and picking up ball up. And you're going, and that's it. That's what you're thinking. You're going, 
That's exactly where we would say to Leon, thank you, mate. Go and fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Go and come and get a coaching badges. Who can go Is that part now? of the reason that Williams left because they wouldn't buy back Alan? Is am I? I, no I, I know I read I've read it in more than one the, the more than one pundit have said like the party the, the reason being that Williams left uh, you know is because we wouldn't but yeah we no. wouldn't call I personally think Alan. Williams was always going to go it was we were, his fucking last oh, yeah he was always going to go but you know I think I think that was the final nail in a coffin from a couple of things like Maybe, right. yeah, I, yeah, I, I heard different than that I heard that he didn't want to go oh really yeah um, by people well he was like forced up like. well not so much ignored oh is it yeah Story I heard. Obviously, I can't clarify fucking ending. Yeah, don't mind. Huh? This is yeah. obviously, but just spares rumours. Just, just yeah, take yeah. this as gospel. And I actually have heard this from two different people, right? So it's not from one different and two different. But what Chris? But what Chris's mother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never believe a word yeah, what yeah. Chris says. So uh, I heard that when he came back from the Euros, that he was waiting for a phone call from like some representative of the club saying, "Oh, welcome back, Ash. Yeah, congratulations yeah, yeah. on the Euros." It never came. So then. He was due to report back for training, like a certain date. He hadn't heard anything from the club. He mm. actually went down like early or something, showed his face at the training ground, and was like, you know, well, they've forgotten about me type of job. And uh, like Hugh Jenkins was sort of like blanking him, didn't want to talk to him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I was told that he didn't want to go. Yeah. Jenkins, he probably were... found his rat phone in his locker and fucking found his text his message or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, he just. Cancel lead an infantry. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna get to him. I'm gonna get to him. So we, uh, so that, that's what you and I heard. Like, you know, he didn't really want to go to Evan. He rapidly stayed here. I think that though, right? We said about his last um, big money move. Right. If Everton have offered him double what the Swans are going to pay him, he's going to go. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I think what he would have tried to do is probably eke another contract out. Do you know what I mean? If he's getting, let's say for argument's sake, he's getting 60 and Everton are going to give him 90, yeah. he's going to go, look, I don't want to go, but I got this offer, give me 75 and I'll stay. Yeah. But the I thing think. is, you know, offer it, you know, they could have offered him you know, the contract for an extra X on the years, but on the back end of that, of becoming a coach. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because there's yeah. a lot of players. Well, we go back, like, that many years ago, like Andy Robinson, years ago, I was with him the night before he travelled up to Leeds. Yeah. And he told me all he wanted... You know, well, you know, as, as true as I said, I don't know whether it's from his mouth. You know, he asked for double his ways. They said no, and they went up the leads was on ten grand a week. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot of money. So, you know, all he wanted his kids are in, his kids are in school down here. He wanted a, he wanted his kids to continue to be in school down here. Yeah. And he asked for double the money he was on, rather than you know go up. I, I'm not exactly sure the, the, the amount. I didn't ask him the figures. We wanted double the money down here. Because they said no, he went ten grand a week, and he had to take his kids, and he wanted to settle you, leave his kids for his school, and coach you. Yeah. But unfortunately, we, you know, we, well, they not. It's, it's, just, it's the same old thing. And don't look after, don't look after the ones who should be looking after. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then sell Robbo, and then sign someone. Shit. Say you know, sign Williams. Or set sell Williams. Or if you got Morrison in, but he was an inexperienced player. Yeah. Alongside Fernandez, there's always been questions asked. Yeah. You know where. where there's no, there's no one who's come in Mawson, and been solid. Mawson should have been playing alongside Williams. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Williams, it's surprising yeah. how good Williams, how much he, he commands people. Because what's his name now? That, that Tottenham player that came down there for a season. Coker. Coker. I remember when he came down and yeah, how he good he was for us. And then he went for the, you know, the England 
at Olympic team, innit? Mm. And then he left us, and then all of a sudden, as if, he QPR, want, as, if, yeah, as if he wanted to just fucking commit a career suicide, went to QPR for a relegation battle, left QPR to go to Cardiff for a relegation battle, yeah, yeah. and then obviously he went, went to Liverpool, went to Liverpool yeah. and then they loaned him out so he it just goes to show, <laughs> it goes, well, it does actually go to show, people will obviously call with him, and I was his, one of his biggest. I, you know, I, I, I'd always call him in the event his head was down after a goal went went in. But he must score to show how much he commanded our defence. Yeah. Because two things we say about that, right? Williams Corker partnership was probably one of the best I've ever seen oh, like, in going down and going yeah, to watch Swans. Swans yeah. And when I put on like, you no, know, like you said, like great, greatest eleven that they've seen, like, and I, I fucking nearly went for. Williams and Corkus, two centre-halves, and I got shot down, he's a Cardiff cunt, he's a bluebird. I said, but take that away, that fucking season... But he season, weren't a Cardiff cunt before he fucking... No, exactly, yeah. 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 That <laughs> season, <laughs> Williams and Corker, they was fucking spot on, mm. wasn't it? That was perfect yeah. fucking yeah. pair, they was really good together. And we're the one who's saying about Williams, the leader, Ryan and Williams, the greatest fan, like, thought he got bullied in the big games, picked and choose, we marked... Yeah. He never used to torture him like but like Williams Cash always Williams always <laughs> seemed to pass him on. But as a leader, like the well squad now, if he wasn't such a good leader, Gareth Bale would be skipped by like yeah, but like Coleman must thought so much for him thinking there's only one leader here and it's fucking Williams like you know yeah, what I mean yeah. they give him the captaincy like God have something about it same with Carol like <laughs> one of my favourite shouts on a football is Jitbo Jitbo that old shout so Carol comes on they all call him a Jitbo he turns skin three of us hit in the top corner yeah. left one he just walked over just flicking his hair in front of the remember they start the saying he's unplayable isn't he when yeah. he's on fire like yeah, Andy yeah. Carl like, he's always he's always done a light against us he, he's like yeah, we played him in a championship and we were we were beating him one nil and um, I think it was a Sunday afternoon game something like that. And He'd be with Newcastle. He was with Newcastle, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were one nil comfortable and it was just like one for long ball towards a far post and he kind of fucking boshed it back across goal on top. Yeah, he's quality like. He yeah. hadn't achieved what he should have really. Like you know what I mean? No, he had the, that, the, that, the, the move to Liverpool. Yeah, it right? come yeah. way too soon and they shouldn't have been fucking thirty million, but because no. they had Suarez money, I think when I was there. Sorry, sorry, Dagley shined him in, wasn't it? And then <laughs> too soon, like yeah. big transfer, transfer window, January. So you have to stay fit. No, so no. It makes a massive difference if you can stay fit in the game because he's getting three or four games and then he's getting niggles again and then he, you know, you don't get a run like that, do you? Can't Remember, like that? I think it was the FA Cup final. Liverpool played Chelsea. They brought him yeah. on after our what? He scored. Didn't he? he fucking he scored. Leathered. And he had one cleared off yeah, the line. Yeah. If you remember, leather John he Terry. fucking leather John Terry all over <laughs> Wembley Way. Honestly, <laughs> not. You let the value. Fucking hell. What was the story? John Terry was in the World's End pub two, two miles down the road when I was fucking where he brought the table in the autoglass. <laughs> fuck yeah. What, what did he, what, when he live in with Kevin Nolan up in Newcastle? Yeah, Kevin Nolan wanted to try and keep it. Keep yeah. But then didn't Kevin Nolan's wife come home or something? And so Carl yeah, had yeah, two yeah, prosies yeah. and was like, yeah. he was chatting all over the place and he had two prosies like Nolan. Nolan's pretending to sleep. It's like fucking boxing like the Boxing Day parties I used to have on my house remember when the kitchen one done it was fucking uh, small machine honestly god we was having so many parties right me and my missus went into the market and uh, right next door to the cockles and lava bread it's like electric store we bought two disco lights and a smoke machine right we would have bought we would have bought the smoke machine we would have bought bought the smoke machine but Auntie Dennis is epileptic (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Here we are. We was talking about fucking what he was just coming dressed as. My missus would go upstairs and come dressed down in the chicken outfit. We're just completely bypass that. Huh? We'll have to get back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, my missus would come down dressed in the chicken outfit we had. Don't ask me where we got it from, but we had this fucking six foot chicken outfit. One day in, fucking, uh, it was all nonsense all over the table, right? <laughs> and we left the front door open. Oh, I was standing on the front door. Generally now, everyone's fucking dancing on the chairs to fucking razor light, fucking America. And then who's in the fucking doorway? My father-in-law, oh, right? One of the boys there, no? Chucked the fucking um, tea cloth over the fucking one side of the room to the other. Got everything covered, right? We thought, damn, Donna's mother and father was going to go fucking mental. Donna's mother walked in, do you know what she said? Have we got any beetles? <laughs> I, was I was standing on the door with one of the boys, can't remember who it was. And uh, to, I don't know, I don't know uh, who his no, in-laws are like. And he walked up like this to him. They started walking in. I was like, hey, right, guys, have you got the right house? Like? <laughs> <laughs> and like, obviously, like, Raymo now is, is uh, fine. It was a bit of a hard case and even back in the day, yeah, right? And he just sort of fucking... Easy, I'd smash his fucking lights up. He just sort of... 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 I think that was the last boxing day I fucking I done out because then I had to try out to get sensible after that yeah, we were yeah. walking in at 7 in the morning and it's oh, like it was good Tina's like where have you been I was like well, I don't know Paddy and yeah, yeah. Paddy and Donna's it sounds normal doesn't it those yeah. have gone over for the come dine with me now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, my missus really actually rang me about four in the morning love will tear us apart yeah. the fuck out don't they <laughs> 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 Paddy and Donna's <laughs> no you're not that yeah. music is blaring it's yeah. all on I put Donna on no I, let me just turn the disco like that <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it yeah fucking quality right, yeah. Adam have turned up as a as a gorilla, the the famous that is the original, is it? That is the original Chris Reyes gorilla, yeah. There's there's fucking gorilla there all over my kitchen. <laughs> my missus said to me, you better make sure he sweeps that up before he fucking yeah. leaves. <laughs> the best thing is, is our police outside littles because there's a fucking gorilla on the loose like, They think it's just escape from uh, Anna Ryan right. Richardson's down Polly Farm. I was hoping yeah. the party was going to be a little phobia of masks on some people dressed up. Like, you missed As I go, I have brought a, a Christmas present for Paddy as well. An oh, early yeah, Christmas yeah, present. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm much more of a binge drink. Well, I was on the text. You know, yeah, no, 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 no. There's a difference in it, right? I don't, I don't drink Monday to Thursday, but I'll have a baby on a Friday if I'm not working on a Saturday. But I'll have a couple of cans. I'm not like I have a baby. Yeah, yeah. And I'll have a few babies if I'm going to get leather. It'll be a Saturday, of course. Yeah, and yeah. I may have a couple watching a football on Sunday. That's it. 
I'd rather use my 16 units in one between day. Saturday 4 till 6. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You've got to, you've got to really push it out. Like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the 15 minute yeah, 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 can yeah. challenge. The, 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 yeah. the thing with this podcast is everyone's turning up with Bevy. Like, yeah, no one's turning up empty handed. It's no. fucking great. Even, that, even the beans and stuff. Right? Well, they can even stay here, Pad. We'll feed the kids We'll leave the goods for the kids well. We do sugar yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, Adam uh, rugged me earlier. Uh, what's the protocol for tonight? What do you mean? He said, well, are we out, uh, do I bring a bevy or what? I said, it's up to you. I mean, I got cans. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to let you drink yeah, on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are lucky because I was, I was doing a lift up the other day. Owen Jones was trying to pick me up and drop me off. Oh, this is the Range Rover. Fuck it. Yeah, 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 yeah show. That's the worry. Not far off. One of my trainers on and he texts me and say he couldn't make it. So I've obviously driven. So. You know, I have one or two, so you are, well, I don't know, I don't know whether you're lucky or the list is the last week. Well, lucky. Don't tell me your <laughs> Owen's fucking car broke down already. No, 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 yeah. no, no, you had to shoot off somewhere. So, uh, well, yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of Swansea public are probably yeah, yeah, glad yeah. that they're, yeah. that I'm not drinking. Well, i got a boat to pick with Adam, like, he can't fucking remember it. He says hello and all that, right, but you've, fuck, oh, fuck I used no, to play, out. mate, I was um, playing football in the street with you. When he was fucking three years old, man. But who can't remember it? Oh, like, what do you mean? Up on um, on Elby Crescent, yeah. eh? What, when, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's Terrace. It's Little Peter's Terrace. So I would have been um, old, you know. I'm 31 now, so it would have been, would have been, would have been Dale Griffiths, then, because I live in Peter's Terrace. Exactly, and yeah. Like. And, uh, you know, for a fucking three-year-old, he was a cheeky cunt, because I'd always been playing in the street, and he'd just come, like, and sort of stand there, like, you know. But he was only a fucking kid, you know, I'm fucking must be 10, 11, thinking I'm fucking Ian Rushing into fucking wall. <laughs> fucking, uh, and he'd just stand there and I'd say, oh, fuck, have a game, man. And we'd be fucking playing. I can't remember how long he lived there, but... Oh, I lived there, fuck, I lived there for years, five like, years. Like, yeah, fuck it. Like, warm and ill on the side of me and Dale Griffiths and we think he was great, like four or five. Got a top on skateboards from the top to the bottom. But then you go, you go out on the fucking main road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would do all one. Yeah, do yeah, the other. We'd be fucked. How he's alive. It was unbelievable. It goes two ways. You're either going to get it by a fucking Ford Escort, you're going to end up in a one-way pub window. <laughs> so I even know it's, it's going to end in fucking tears, isn't it? Straight down. We're like, well, Dale, who always have knuckle injuries, always run over your hands with the wheels, and he That's trying to stop uh, dying, like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the two, other trainers you've got. Two years after they moved in, uh, I was in Tottenham and everyone, man, try getting me to scooty with him in Glastonbury. <laughs> so fucking technically, we're cousins. You know, basically, <laughs> fuck, you know, we family, oh, you know. Oh, maybe. Well, we're uh, cousins, eh? Who was trying to get me? Uh, I thought it was your man, I did like fucking hell. Uh, one of you lot, anyway, oh, fucking... In fucking top and on a year later, <laughs> fuck you know. You could have just had one of those trippy pills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anything, anything could have been fucking happening, Anik. Um, see what happens Saturday. Listen, this is a fucking warper, right? Okay, we're at the kids' football, and uh, my boys' teams play in, and it's a couple of other teams. Anna Stowie are one of the teams. So I'm with Marcus Lovell now, and he goes, "Oh, I know who runs out on a Stowie team." He said, "Michael Lowed." We know Michael Lowed who's played for the Swans, isn't he? Yeah, right. Now he lives down here. I didn't know this until yeah, Saturday, yeah, yeah. right? Actually, he follows a podcast and may very well be listening. So, hello, Michael. So, he said, I said, all oh, right, okay. So, uh, Niall's team, they played the two other games. They had Anastawi last, right? So, you can hear Michael Howard. Anastawi's doing him because he's, he's a, like a scout. So, he's, he's up yeah, that way anyway, Bergner, whatever the fuck. He's up that way. So, he's over there now. And I'm standing on the side of the other pair. So, my old man, he goes behind the goals with my boy, right? You know, my boy's in goals. Yeah, he stands yeah, yeah. behind the goals. So it's down the other end from where I am. I'm standing at the top end of the pitch. 
on the side. And <clears throat> I see my old man stick his hand up because the ball's down now, as if it's like a goal kick or something, right? Yeah. And the, the kids just play on. And my old man's going, hey, that's gone out. And anyway, I didn't know, right, because I couldn't hear, but they've had words. Oh, no, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so I sat in the turn like this. Now, me and Mark has a turn in, and we can see, and I can see my old man got the finger out. And I thought, this is a fucking bad sign. Yeah, yeah. Right? Cancel that. The one Michael Owen on. Hang on. <laughs> this is a bad sign. I thought, this is going to end in fucking tears. <laughs> and he's gone, uh, don't you question my... No, I told said before, no, you call yeah, my old man yeah, in yeah. then. Right? Just don't call him a cheat. Right? <laughs> don't, don't question his honesty. He's like, don't you question my honesty. That ball is out. And Michael Howard's going, you, you're not in a, you shouldn't be giving decisions. It's nothing to do with you. Right? But with a lot of these games, Michael Howard may be right, but yeah. with a lot of these games... There's no linesman and there's not yeah. even real referees. Yeah. They refereeing it between themselves. You just helping out. It's just basically your natural reaction is if you see the ball go out right in front of you. Pretty yeah, because yeah, you're well, always each team either side of the pitch. Yeah, right. So my yeah. old man would have been as likely to give a corner with his hand yeah, up like yeah. this as give a goal kick. You know what I mean? If, if the ball's gone out, he would have given it. My old man is honest to a fault, right? Okay, And this is why he can go off his fucking napper if you question his honesty. So... The game went on and I didn't. I forgot about it then. The game played on and it ended up finishing. Game finishes. My old man steams over to Michael Howard and he, I thought, there's literally going to be a brawl. There's going to be people Snapchatting my old man and Michael Howard rolling round oh, in the middle of it. Oh, he had the finger out. He gave Michael Howard the gypsies. Obviously, Michael Howard <laughs> don't know who my fucking old man is anyway. Once so a yeah. finger comes yeah. out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, Michael Howard, he said, this in the right place. He said, this kid's you, blah, blah, And he fucking lectured my old man. And I was starting to make my way over then. So my old man comes over. I said, fucking leave it, man. What's wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? You could have had him on a podcast twice. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking 60 years of age, recovering yeah. from fucking cancer. And he wants to go and have a roll around with an ex Swans player. I'm, 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 I'm 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 like, never had like this, like this with Bob Champion. He's <laughs> 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 fucking, honestly. But do you know they? You know the kids thought, you know I can't coach it. Not that thing, right, okay? Because that happens all pitches all around the front country. But do you know they, um, they don't give free kicks and and throw-ins like Why? they should right, they, they, you know a free kick's a fucking free kick yeah, yeah. Right? whether it be the smallest push to the biggest yeah. kick it's a free kick they don't give we've got they to teach them from a young age because otherwise when they are you know when they go into you know the, the 11 side of falls you know they're Teach not going to know I've watched fucking kids running beat someone run away with a ball and the kid turn and just put the kid's legs away from them and they just carry on why? What you fucking tell oh, right. me? It's no like no, no, rule, like for no, 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 no. They just, they, they just, this is, well, they worse as it, at, at the older age now, where my oldest boy is, which is under tens, they will give those type of free kicks now. Yeah, right. But the the little shoves and and the this and that, they don't want to give. Actually, in that game, my boys' team were, were two 0 up, and the ball bounced up, and the boy who was the best player for Anastar, he was a good footballer. Like it bounced up, it hit him on the chest. And um, he went over wide of him and he handled it out in front of himself. Dirty little bastard. And then he buried it, right? <laughs> it happened, as quick, it, it happened, yeah, it happened yeah, as quick yeah. as that. It happened as quick as that, right? But it was blatant and he buried it. Yeah. Michael Lowell wasn't going to give a free kick. He was just like, go yeah, on. He's too busy arguing. Yeah, 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 no, so our, I, we, were, we were like, well, fucking hell, that's a fucking handball. So our manager shouted across and then he gave the free kick. Right? Okay, well, I think I'll shout that. So we're going to get you weren't going to give it not that not like I'm trying to character assassinate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe he didn't see it we're giving him a benefit though but these type of things and it's not just this game this is every fucking game and especially with my youngest boys age they get kicked to ribbons no. if, you were, if you were a player got a bit of ability to go past players you would just get kicked the fuck 
because the kids will just kick your legs as you go around and they'll just yeah. carry the fuck on. Yeah. I know the throw ins is frustrating as fuck. No one, what, did you play when you was a kid? Yeah, it was people at yeah, West End. Was, when the right. do- with Donnie's team, they were sticking my head up. I was sticking my head up. before they But that would have happened fucking with Donnie on the line. Like he would have gone off his fucking tennis. Yeah, you know the throw ins, right? I. We were playing full-size pitches under eight. It was my first year, right? Okay, and you had to take throw-ins properly. If you didn't take a fucking throw-in properly, it was a fucking foul throw. Yeah. Well, they did. Yeah. At the very least, they'd make you get the ball back and show you to take it again, like in it, right? They don't do that now. Literally, they throw in it from the front of their face. They some of them are throwing it one-handed. Fucking all sorts of shit. Why are they that Marino? Yeah, they're they popping up. But like you said, uh, right? Okay, this is bad habits from the start, isn't it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow it. I, would, I, just, I just wouldn't allow it and if it was my team if I was coaching I just wouldn't allow it it's like if you play basketball and you just hold you fucking hold the ball and run down the court it wouldn't, it wouldn't they're going to blow up for a trap yeah, 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 yeah. do you know what I mean it's, it's, yeah. a, a, a rule is a rule like you know and I go to, I go to the kids games I keep my head right okay because you know what I mean I'm a bit fucking touched like I, I can lose my rag but at the kids games I just shut the fuck up when it goes on and I just Get head up inside, right? That's what you're drinking the I know, yeah. Because <laughs> I comes home and I loses my rag. Because if it isn't fucking free kicks or throw ins or something, it's kids' football can be frustrating as fuck as well. Because if kids will turn up in one game, they'll be fucking on squad. They get boom, 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 win 3 0. And you're going, fuck me, we turn the corner. Yeah, yeah. Class. And then the next game, they go out and they can't see the oh, fucking looking at the dad running the a straight line. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I see it with both my kids, they've both done it, and it, they drive me around a fucking bend. And I don't, I know you know, you don't shout to do kids or nothing, like, but he just fucking. Who takes yeah. two, two points of their behavioural chart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they get knocked down. If they had fucking phones, yeah. all right. Yeah. They yeah. 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 The next back day. down Ravage. <laughs> yeah. Fucking God out, fucking print those fucking super nannies. What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. This is really a nice story I heard the weekend. After, the, after my boy played uh, Saturday, they, um, it was a Saints kids Christmas party. So it was only the younger ages, uh, six or seven, eight, I think it was, whatever. So they, there's one of the parents in the year older than Kian's, it must be under eight, the, I think it may be older age, sorry, that wasn't there, but one of the fathers is not well. Like right, I, yeah. I don't know exactly the ins and outs of it, but he's not well. So they've been raising money to try, and they were trying to send them originally to Euro Disney, right? The family to Euro Disney. So... Apparently he can't travel, so what they decided was they were going to raise money to send in the blue stone. Yeah, you know. No, still, well, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not the same, but it's you know, it's he couldn't travel, yeah, yeah. so he got blue stone it's whatever. So one of the fathers contacted Angel Rangel to see if he'd get a pair of signed boots, so they could because they'd done an auction essay, yeah, yeah. so they can auction off the boots. <clears throat> no problems at all. Angel Rangel signed boots. Told his messes about what they were raising money for, and his messes contacted the club. And paid for the trip to Bluestone. Oh, Angel Rangel, though. Angel Rangel. He's, he's, he's a good egg. And he's, he's, one one of, he's one of us, isn't he? He just hear everything, the amount of stories you hear about them. You know, we're like, obviously, years ago, you know, going out was a, was a Christmas Eve feeding the old last was a Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, he done that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, he, he swans he's his own now, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah. He treats it like his own. He treats the people like his own as well. Do you know what I like more than anything? It hasn't been pulled up on fucking no, Twitter, no, Facebook. No, he just done it, yeah, done yeah. it off his own back. Yeah, uh, obviously it's come up now, which is fucking great because then it comes it's perfect, up. Yeah, give like, the acknowledgement he deserves. Yeah. Or, or well, her, you know, it probably is his money, obviously, but you know, it's, it's her that's made. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. still, he's still got to do it, isn't it? Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm a big fan of that. Like yeah. it's fucking. So, yeah, I'm giving it the big one. That's fucking. Amazing. I think they raised. Um, 
about best part of a grand yeah. now on, on Sunday. And um, that now, instead of paying for just going, it's just amazing. Elf Kingdom, yeah, you got story time with Santa. I went there, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone loves it. Yeah. Yeah. So, we went last years, year, I went, so, well, you know, it's amazing. It puts it, uh, you know, if it puts a smile on his face, he's a kid, oh. happy. It's yeah. Matt, isn't it? yeah, yeah. that's fucking awesome. It's fucking great. Well, they had, they had some decent stuff. They had Liam Gallagher tickets, mine on the auction. <laughs> ben, yeah, ben, yeah, ben Matthews, Adam, um, 30th of December, 13th. Next week, you go in Well, I've been on Wales online twice <laughs> in a fucking week. You know what I mean? When it goes on while Rangel keeping it low key, fuck that. I'm fucking telling the world. Fucking hell. You know what I mean? Fuck that. Last time I was in paper, that was when I jumped on that car to cross keys. Oh, yeah. So fucking, this anything will have something nice tonight. Who's outside the same yeah? <laughs> Best live band. I've probably seen like in the fucking bollocks like they're fucking brilliant every time she could save you you go outside the concert and it's literally everyone just starts singing and fucking everyone they're talking like a thousand people are blocking off the road singing yeah. so as we go through the lane into John Lewis there's two bus cuts right and um, this fucking they just start they start singing Oasis they start singing Kasabian <clears throat> mate it's the fucking dream job these buskers. Fudge, I was like Floyd Mayweather, right? He's chucking fucking ten pound notes in, right? Fudge put at least seventy quid in the fucking empty guitar case, he right? But who turned on then? It's two hundred people fucking dancing to these fucking buskers, yeah, yeah. mate. What a fucking like absolutely fucking amazing. Well, look, uh, when, when I saw it at first, I couldn't see you. If you know what I mean, I was like, and then I saw the, the your Stone Island jacket, yeah. Yeah, and I could see you bouncing. You was only four. That's it, see? I, the always, thing I noticed. I always slags people off, you know, fucking, when you live your life, don't spend all your time on your fucking phone. And then there's a photo of me then in Wales Online on my fucking blow up. Yeah. Which isn't like me, you know. No, no, I, I know never that. do that. But it was so fucking good. I totally forgot. I saw you want to off a new iPhone X, Zoom's out. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, so I'm fucking filming it. Could just go, look, oh, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I got a fucking tape this. Just to remember there was happening but then some fucking bird of tape then I'm going to build it on my fucking phone yeah yeah that's the thing I noticed because the first thing I thought was that's not like Paddy no I know nobody Paddy would good, be leading like, the charts yeah it was that good then we back up in our next next Wednesday for Liam Garg and I've seen some of his fucking uh, some clips from his gigs he's just doing half new stuff but three, you know where is it the majority of it is all the way this stuff it's going to be fucking brilliant well that's what gets the crowd going oh really, fuck yeah he's not let's like, be honest if just say for example, ten thousand people going to see him. Yeah, yeah. Example, I guarantee you, seven and a half thousand haven't heard his new Talk, album. Yeah, yeah. Probably right. Like, yeah. I haven't heard it. Yeah, the, only song, the only difference now, <laughs> like Liam gone done his own thing, and he he started off pretty green, which some people wear it like, but it can't be that fucking good because he don't wear it himself, and it's his clothing, like. So I don't think I'd have got much fucking tight there. There's me burning but, my pretty green jacket. No, 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 he, he ain't wearing his own label. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, he's wearing all his Stone Island Park. It's like, like Ronaldo not wearing his own Park. Yeah, but he got, enough, yeah. he got money to buy a Stone Island yeah, Park. Enough, park. Yeah. I could only afford a pretty green Yeah, that's fair enough, right? But I think the way they marketed him now for this album, like I said, he's gone away for years and fucking and done anything. The way to market in, these, in this day and age is get him on fucking Instagram, get him on Twitter, get him on fucking all social media, put him out there being interviewed, because he's always good fucking, yeah, he's yeah. always a good fucking laugh when he's interviewed. You know, both of them are, no one Yeah, of course they are, they both listen to what they say, 
So if he locked him, he was on fucking goggle box the other day with his old girl and his son. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fucking it, five years ago, he'd never had Liam Gallagher on fucking. So he seems a bit more chill, doesn't he? Exactly, no, he knows. The only way to fucking. Did he start to act his age? No, he wants him to act his age. I know, I know. You know what I mean? He wants him to be a bit of a fucking rock star. That's why, when his album come out, his album sold more than the top 50 put together. To me, Mark has been brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Get him out there, get him singing, give him a couple of one-liners on the radio, and he's fucking back. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that next year. Do, 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 are you going to kill us in Liberty Stadium? I haven't got tickets, but we got... No, are they on sale yet? Tomorrow, tomorrow I think. Tomorrow. tomorrow. We, uh, <coughs> I'm going to have tickets for that. And that's the week before we go to Finsbury Park. Oh, is it? Like, yeah. The thing I found out, find out, find out with the Liberty, it's not good for concerts. Like the sound. I never have been there. Don't know. I went to watch the Kings. I went to watch. Well, I'd be well. I went to watch the Kings. Kings Leon, but the sound was fucking horrendous. Yeah, well, I, I remember you were in it. Other people. Oh yeah, loads of people mentioned it. Oh my god, it was fucking terrible. It would have it would have sounded better in your car. Really? Genuinely, you know. Don't get me wrong. The songs, you know, everyone sing along the songs and having a good mm. good laugh, but the song was shit. Killers be, be great, though. Killers be you know, good, yeah. But it, I, I'm just thinking, like, it's going to be fucking expensive. A couple of weeks for me, we've got the killers yeah. there Saturday, and then we go in a London on a Friday. We'll have to fucking to watch you. Chip a towel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to catch any we're trying to sleep. Yeah, no, that's fucking that's gonna be awesome. In the same month, we got Oasis. I'm supposed to go to the Isle of Wight Festival as well. So that's uh, that's and Killers are in that as well. So maybe fucking we we'll give the liberty a miss, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going because well, I need to say this. Exactly. Yeah, she, yeah. She's, she's been, when I mentioned to her, see about going to Liam Gallagher with the boys. She was like, you know, it's like, you know, oh fucking hell, this will be not. If you'd ever think to take me anywhere like that, and I say, ah, oh, fucking hell. And then this killer thing come up, and I was like, right, they probably do cap boys. I spoke to Louis. Oh, yeah, like, of course they will, yeah. There he's going. And like, oh, well, some of it's seated, yeah, there. some of it's seated on the side. We, anyways, we got so. standing, we did. <coughs> it is perfect, but, you know, if you want to. If you're standing as well, at least oh, you'd dip a shoulder and fucking lose, I can't even. He would do a Johnny Salute, he would do a Johnny Salute, I'm going to tie that. Fucking go to job, please. I run back to yeah, I done it fucking last week. I fucking left my missus in Cardiff. But I was on my fucking home, mate. I think she phoned me with Ari. I'm in the house, she's doing a stuff crust from Domino's watching Graham Norton. She great fuck with me. She you can't. I was on my fucking home. She's with like other people. Yeah, she didn't get the top, but she liked that. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know, uh, you talked about Leeds and Ian earlier. Did you obviously, you just see his tweets on the weekend. I saw him um, yeah, supporting fucking that. Was it John? I can't uh, he's a, we, we try not, I to, saw we try I, not to mention a clog wearing nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can. Like, he's a fucking muppet. He's not welcome on, yeah? Because I don't think he'd make it out. Yeah, social fucking, media. I saw fucking... Brownie was trying to give me a bit of shit. Yeah, until like, I, te- <laughs> I text him. You some fucking changes to me. Like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, the, the, the reason he gave me shit, I think it's, a, it's, it's all to do with the fact he, he hasn't got over... When he used to live in a, in a flat above the, the chip shop, he was called The Gaff. So uh, he'd phone me fucking most, most days, oh, but, uh, ask Mammy Farrell, my old girl, to make me sandwiches or bring me some apples over. So he didn't phone me, but I well, fuck, I'll have him now. So phone Matthew Boat, so he came up the house, she put a balaclava each on. Well, I got the other side of the flat, balaclava each on, a fucking hammer each, right? She's sneaking up the stairs on the, on the flat now. So, and I, I, we, we were giggling like, fuck. So Brownie was in his bedroom, I said, you heard something? So he's gone to open the door, and as I burst through the door, with an hammer, me and Boatley, ah! 
she screamed like a fucking girl, jumped underneath his bed, yeah. and then underneath his fucking bed sheet. And I, I'm down to this day, that's why he's bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all he thinks I did under his bed, he's got a lot. Have you seen the film Taker? He's got a lot. Oh, he's going to be fucking, the Turkish barbers before he knows it. I fucking cry you laughing, but I think since he's never got over it, because at the time he was still holding on to his ex, he'd had a Bobby Charlton air yeah, yeah. he's had a Bobby Charlton he was 21, but from that then he just fucking went. It was a, it was a little, little bit of air left on the yeah, left on I the think, bed. He I went in the shower. Well, I was gone. Why is he asking? Uh, why is he asking his mother for sandwiches and apples? Oh, he's fine. Is that cold for something? Nothing was going on. This is the real reason why he's got a problem. Fucking hell, sandwiches yeah, and apples. Sounds like fucking. Uh, he's something money to force me. People are getting brave because Adam's the first person we've had. Come on, that isn't on Twitter. So like, I couldn't tag. Like Adam Farrell on it, right? Of course, yeah. So then everyone goes, "Oh, oh Adam's on it." Yeah, oh, yeah. as well. New Chris, yeah. little Chris, they fucking text him as well. Trying to wind this fucking beam. Little punches back in there. Little Chris giving shots. I remember little Chris sent me a screenshot of what he was saying. They're on fucking smash him up, your friend. But he's he's a volume that I before like we used to work on Andrew Harvey. So I don't just volume, just taking dinner money off him every day. So he had to go over. That's his school boy volume. That is volume. Yeah, just take his dinner money off him when he was working. He'd be alright, he just got me for a sandwich and that one. What's his dinner money? About 25 quid a day. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's used to London prices, isn't he? I know, I, I, I'm bad with Tim, but he was carrying a lot of fucking Tim, right? He must have fucking 22 stone. I know, I'm going to get shit for saying that. Yeah, Lee Deneen was obviously, Van Zweden kicked everyone off again, fucking Saturday, didn't he, right on Twitter? And was, what did he say? December's how we heard it. December, 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 I literally jumped up going, John Van Zweden's a prophet! I thought it was going to be all of us! That didn't last long, and he back to being a clog wearing nonsense. Yeah, because he was fucking, when was it was added an arg after then, and he yeah. was like, fuck, you know, he, he was, he was, he was he, well, not so much, he yeah, just so many words, the way, the way, the way he managed to structure, see if this is bad, the way he managed to structure his fucking, his tweets, and it. Is just to slag people off, isn't it? Yeah, he, he knows. He knows. Slag a team off. He's doing. Yeah, he knows he's doing. He's clever, he really, because he is a massive Swans fan, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But he was a Swans fan before. Yeah, that's cool. why he got yeah. involved, isn't it? But you know, like I said, I don't think. Not that he'd ever come on yeah. But I don't think he could come here because he'd end up shaving him before he left. Because oh, he boys. <laughs> yeah, oh, he got his back. They got like an ankle back. Very average behaviour. <laughs> behavioural points would go up to very good, wouldn't they? If they, if they, they stabbed him in the leg and yeah. they'd definitely be yeah, very yeah, good yeah. then, all the way to Christmas. 100%. Fuck it up. Lee Deneen, right? I'd have him, yeah. Right? I would absolutely have him, yeah. If anyone knows Lee Deneen, he does reply, to, he does reply to people. Yeah, I'll give him that. I actually. The thing is, do you know. In Twitter, you don't get inside of the story, right? Okay, and I've said before, right? I've said yeah, in the past on a podcast. I this we'd all have the same mindset, right? And everyone has been here so far, been of the same mindset regarding the Swans. Maybe not regarding other things, yeah. but regarding the Swans, we'd all pretty much on the same page. Yeah. So I want some fucker to come along, who's that you know, like Lee Danino. Now imagine he came here and was like, "Well, no, boys, you've seen it all wrong," and explained why we've seen it all wrong. Yeah, like I'm prepared to fucking listen. I'm not going to sit here and Lee Danino sit there and me get yeah, it's not. It's not a closed book, is it? I'm you not know? a prick. Like, no, I'm I'm prepared to to, to hear him out. And this, you know, and he'd have a fucking he'd have a problem with it. So you know, like this is why you've got it wrong. This is what they do in that. This is what they're doing. Now, don't mean I'm going to believe the twat. No, but at least he's given himself a fucking opportunity. So I'm calling him out. 
If he fucking wants to do it, I'm fucking up for it. As it happens, oh, it's only what he does on Twitter every day, isn't it? Fighting fire, like I'll pick you know, up the gorilla suit. No, you know <laughs> what I mean. It's it's only what he does every day. Like you know, he's more or less arguing with people every day. He always puts his point across. He fucking he must have thick fucking skin. <laughs> yeah. So would he be willing to come on? I fucking doubt it. I doubt but, I doubt you know what I mean? You know, it's the thing. It, it, just want to hear the truth, the next. Yeah. Want to hear the truth? Well, not, and, and what is going on? Well, that's that's, that's what you do because we got quite a decent following, you know. And I know people are keen, especially on Twitter. Just start tagging Edenine and the AIC podcast. I'm not going to do it. Get in, fucking see if we can fucking ruffle some feathers. Get, get on, on it, fucking on you. Trans, get on it. Get the people, <laughs> get the people on you. Get him on you. Let's see what he got to fucking say. You know, Paddy will tell him a story about, I don't know, something fucking random as well in between. Yeah, yeah. He won't well, all be well, on fucking He's going to tell him about how I really shag my grandma. I know fucking David Dibbleby. You know what I mean? But there's look at this fucking... Um... Oh, yeah, I've got a bone picture of those pad. You know, oh, here we go. Fingers out. No, no, the, the, the birthdays. You can't say out the birthday people. Yeah, yeah. Because if you did, you'd be sending out the birthday to 30 people a day. So I worked out the maths. So if you said thir- happy birthday to 30 people a day, times 365, that's 10,950 people in a year who say happy birthday to them. You haven't got that many friends. No, I haven't. No, <laughs> you have to take my full time job. You'd have to right? retire to do yeah. that. I try and say happy birthday. <laughs> it's got to be maybe I, exaggerated. I would say so. But then this week, I was a bit more fucking birthdays So I couldn't go no. back on my work, could I? Lee Adams' birthday, Stolman's birthday. Adam's you all come Adam's fucking pick them back. Adam's going to fuck off, he said. But the the there's literally I got like reminders on my Facebook, and m- more often than not I'll say happy birthday just because I, I I try to just be nice. All right, you should give a food birthday shot. Some I'll miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go. Gary Facebook. Well, when she was birthday, there's a party giving food birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be willing to do all of you. Come on, come on, you. Right, let's check my head. This hour, let's check. The only thing that does my head in, right? Is like I caught the next one because no one do a birthday when people are like when she's like birthday. It's nice, isn't it? It's you do cool. like you do like oh fucking hell, yeah, it's fucking good. Like, you know like, like, I know one of them people who says I like to thank the two thousand and thirty nine people who wish me happy uh, birthday. Fuck off, you fucking know. Let's see whose birthday this today. Right. Anyone we know, Leanne Norman. She's Leanne. 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 Leanne Norman. Oh, yeah, Powell. She's Leanne. Leanne Powell now. Do you, yeah. do you know Leanne Norman? Yeah, don't you? yeah, yeah, yeah she, Goes out now. Well, she's married now to my second cousin, Di. One of the fucking powers. Crazy, I'm not going to say. Happy birthday, Leanne. Happy birthday, Leanne. She's basically married to my second cousin. Uh, Used to be involved in the Bramalian. Unbelievable. Like I said, she's basically my sister. Happy birthday, Leanne. Claire O'Connell, who's... Acres 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 is another lovely woman lovely lovely woman I don't think Acres listens this is a bit wasted yeah yeah don't matter but Claire's a lovely woman Acres is a great boy happy birthday Claire Chucky Daniel Davis do you know Chucky Chucky. do you know Chucky he's older than you he's my brother's age no Daniel Davis you may know if you've seen him my kids mate do you know who else go on Gemma Masson oh old school Barney Gemma Masson absolute legend living it up now every time you see that Every day she's in a different city: Toronto, New York, fucking London. She pushed Paris. Me. Huh? She pushed me. She's she fucking stalking her. She's on. She's on Instagram. She's in a different city every week. I think she works for Ted Baker. She's got a hell of a fucking job. And when he does impression her, she goes, 
Bernie, that doesn't sound nothing like me, Bernie. <laughs> great girl, great laugh. Now I, I've done a few better. Well done, mate. Thank you. We've returned the calling. I think we coming on. Definitely, Adam. We can, we can, we look, we can always look back and say, Adam, of course, we already smiling in his face. I feel fulfilled. You know what I mean. Granted, them four probably not no, to speak do, to me now. No, do you know, do you know what, you'll, what you'll be checking now, right? Okay, guaranteed. It's on your birthday. You'll be going, I wonder if Leanne Norman says that. You'll check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those four don't say happy yeah. birthday to you. What I was did. the fucking point of that, have you said? I just told you. I didn't say happy birthday. She's like a sister to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had even wished me happy birthday. So, anyway, I had a great pleasure, and I will say this, because I've been looking forward to seeing this. Did you manage to get to watch it? No, I fucking forgot it. Oh, you silly cat. Oh, don't worry, no, I got another one. Don't worry, I got another one. Okay, right. don't worry. There was a, you explain, Ad, what it was. Right. So, go back about 15, 14, 15 years ago. Um, I, I don't know if I can say the network, but network contacted the Gwent to follow myself, Ricky Owen, John Phillips, and Matthew Boat uh, through the Welsh and then through the British. So, they followed us for a film group for us about, I think, about three or four months altogether. And he was just outlining, you know, when you look, when you watch the documentary, probably it does basically say if you're not from, if you're from Town Hill and you don't go boxing, then you're gonna end up fucking <laughs> in prison. Like it, I think that's a story like not to give up. But you know, when you look at it deeper, it just it just goes to show the importance, the good. The, yeah, the good and the importance of having something like a boxing gym in the council areas. You think of it, the town of Mayo, it's, it's the largest council estate in the UK, uh, in, in Europe, in fact. So when you look at that, and you look at the people who run in it, and it, yeah, so they, they followed us, you know, yeah, it's, you know, through a couple of club shows, um, through the Welsh, and then into the British then. I can't be fucking 15 fucking years. Oh, well, he, I remember he looks, when he was on. That's the first thing I looked when, when Adam come on. When I was 16, all the boys, 16 all the boys, turned 70 while yeah. he was filming. All, all the boys look young. Um, but when I looked at it, you always looked the youngest of Fuck the lot. Like. Well, I was I was being nine. I was nine, nine and a half stone then. I was like yeah, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. I was boxing or light welt. The light welt for the amateurs was just under ten stone. So yeah, so I was you know, and obviously I was clean shaved. Yeah, you know, yeah. in was spikes by haircut. Didn't they follow the one where John? It was like a fucking contentious decision. No, it's the same. That's the same. That's the same, the same documentary. Yeah. So basically, it starts off. You know, um, yeah. So it starts off with, I think he was a councillor from Town Hill, you know, basically bigging the swap, bigging the Gwent up. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, it, it follows, you know, as, as Ryan Walsh was like Terry and Paddy, so bang of the team, Terry and Paddy, you know, a lot of interviews there. Yeah, yeah. Interviews with Olas, um, you know, like my mum, who were, you know, they did interviews like Bo- uh, Bomb Bomb, Bomb, Bomb yeah, was yeah, in yeah. Rhodes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ricky Owen's mum was there, God rest her, so lovely woman, you know, and then obviously Ricky, John, but John. Is I think it was his um, personality shone out the the most because you know he was he was involved in a bit of a decision where he had cut eye he was a, he was a head on points and he had a cut eye so the, the ref called it off yeah and it was like he went twenty seconds the, uh, from the end, twenty seconds from the end you know he wouldn't have been able to box in the final because of the cut but it's not the point you know what I mean he, he, he won he, he he won the fight yeah um, that's the, it's always been the problem with Gwen boxers I find where. If, if a set amount of people are in a final or a set amount of people have won something, then you're not going to win. I remember it was one one year boxing on the Dockers in the final. Um, and before I was the last person to box on the Gwent, and before I boxed, John Phillips had won the 
so for the for the Welsh side, John had won, Ricky, Matthew, I think James Lilly had won, Craig Dyer. Um, I think I was like the, I was the sixth person out of the five yeah. the boxers who was still in the youth level. So Martin Davis had won the senior, yeah, the yeah. Europe, you know, the we Europe. Martin Davis, Martin Davis. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Funny enough, we so, talked about yeah. last week. He's in the yeah. documentary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you see him on bits of it. But I, you know, I was the sixth person to one, and literally Terry said, "You're gonna have to knock this boy out to get a draw," because that—that that is, that's the joke in boxing. Yeah, yeah. If you, you know, you've got to knock him out to get a draw on certain shows. And I dropped the guy. I dropped the guy for twice in the first round, once in the second round, and I still lost the fight. No. So you know, you've got to question yourself then. You know how how is that even possible? It's the same fella then. Oh, I can't even think of his name now because James Lilly boxed him in the pros up in um, Abraham Beach Hotel. And when I saw him, he approached me and said, I still to this day remember that fight when I when you got ripped off against me. Yeah. Because, you know, if you, if you drop someone three times in a fight, you expect to win. Yeah. And he wasn't on that that well. She was on the point scorers. It was yeah. only on the amateurs. You, you've got to press the button, you know, when, a, when the white of the glove used to land. <coughs> and, um, well, they, they, they've scored him like... Yeah, they gave they gave him two rounds to one to me against me. Even though he'd not, did he have, not have done it too. Did you have another Welsh fest? Yeah, he won. I was going to say because if yeah. that had been no, if that yeah. was the, the well, make or break of who well, having a Welsh fight, it, it'd be when devastated. It followed, right? When it followed us, I think we were sixteen, yeah, sixteen, seventeen. So like we wasn't. It was it was a fight like, for for one year. They brought in like an under nineteens. So we won the under 19s, and then we, when we entered the British, it was the under 19s British. If you, that is when we were all in Pill Sent, in the Pill. Yeah. yeah. Um, the arsehole of Wales. Like, have you ever been to Pill either? No, fuck yeah. no, no. Jesus Christ. Pill Millennium Centre. I boxed in two British up there, and it, it's, it's, it's by far the worst entrance that anywhere you could ever imagine going like, right. makes Brian and Mike stop like fucking Buckingham Palace. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. But we're, that's where we all box, and then that's the only time I've ever seen Ricky Owen lose on that day. He Is lost that his, the one that's in the yeah, documentary? Yeah, that's the, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the one in the documentary, yeah, we boxing pill. And that's the only fight I've ever, ever seen Ricky lose. And that's where Bomb Bomb famously says, if Ricky was on for we'd never, ever, never ever, 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 never, ever, 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 ever lose against that boy again. That's not a joke about it. Yeah. Do you know things like that, right? Like I, I said to you after I watched it, I could, that could have been two hours long and I'd have been fascinated I by totally it. Knew, yeah. 30 minutes was not enough. Yeah. No, 30 minutes, I'm looking for more. Like, yeah, because, you know, they, they put four months into 30 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't... You know, they could have followed it up, but it could have, you know, could have easily been an hour. Yeah, easily, easily been an hour. But they, they, they did contact us after it to try and do something further. But don't, but Terry didn't like the way they betrayed some of us in in that one. Well, when I say betrayed, I think it was more the fact that you know that the, the the story at the end of it was more like you know if you if you live in Town Hill and you don't box. Then you're gonna to go to prison, sort of thing. Yeah, that's so I think that's yeah. the that's one. the agenda, though. Yeah. You, know, you find out about anything like that. Like you talk about in documentaries, there was that um, that uh, poets on the other one. That yeah, yeah. Done, I can't remember his name. Dolly Paul Simpson. Yeah, yeah. yeah but was the, the, the black, black, fellow, the black poet. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. Uh, I can't think of his name. Jeremiah something. I think that was it. But that was fucking brilliant. And Bonnie Mine Rugby Club did one right, uh, on him, like and that. Uh, Thomas cousin Beck, her husband Andrew Borgine was on it all the fucking time, and uh, that was on weekly. 
And even now it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? No only seeing local people doing yeah. what they do every week, like, you know. As if well, you fucking hours, chorus, huh? center got fucking two series. Exactly. <laughs> Which yeah, pissed yeah. you off, I think, didn't it? Because he was in the fucking... Was he in the course? No. Oh, I wasn't in that course. Yeah, but he was in... I remember him saying... He was in Arby's, was he? No, I was in Arby's. I went over to Admiral then. I was in Admiral. What are you saying? That fucking call centre was fuck all compared to one I was in. Yeah, it was fucking. It wasn't like, but a lot of it was put on. So I know a lot of people that work within the call centre, and, and it was all scripted. Like, right, you know, it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, when it we'll have, we'll have to ask Griff in. about this when he comes. Well, on. We guess bring it up. Yeah, well, Griff, Griff, you know Griff. Of course, yeah, he's got. He's coming on. Well, he's on. He wants to come on number twenty-three. Exactly. Don't ask me why twenty-three. Maybe Griff is like someone where who I thought if you could pick someone who would like the podcast and give you compliments, it'd be him because he's quite intelligent. He's quite funny. He's a witty. He was on there. He was like a witty guy. And for him to say, "Oh, you know, lads, it's." It's fucking good. It's interesting. Like yeah. you think, fucking must be doing something. Fucking right. Like you yeah. know, he's nothing to yeah. do with us. He's not a friend. No, no, never no. met him. No. And, and 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 genuinely, from the first ep- from the first yeah, episode yeah, yeah. he did, he messaged. Well, obviously he didn't know he was messaging me. He was just messaging yeah. the podcast Twitter, and he said, "Look, boys, what are you doing? It's great." And once he realised, told me we chatted back and forth quite a bit. And I actually said to him a long time ago, like I said, there's been a lot of people that. I've said, yeah, oh fuck, you come yeah. on, and then I fucking forgot. Or I'm trying. So we are trying to catch up and, and, and get yeah. everyone on. And that Griff was always on my mind. And then literally last week we were joking about something, and uh, he said, "Can I come on episode 23?" As yeah, and yeah, I said, yeah, "Fuck yeah, yeah, no problems," because that's ages away, so I don't have to think about it too much. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going back, oh, you know, with the document, I wanted to like, just like highlight a couple of things in relation to. You know, the, the runners of the group of the, the club you know, yeah because there's a lot of other Terry Gray everyone is it's unfortunately it's just a thankless job like, between Terry and Paddy like, there's over 100 years combined that they've been up the Gwent was yeah. it 227 no 367 well I was talking to Terry down in uh, my cousin Kerry's 50 the other week 367 Welsh champions from, from the Gwent since Terry has been in charge over 50 years you know um, it, it was great like you know you go up there he was open five days. It's open five days a week. You know, um, he's he's like he's like a father figure to every single person that went. You know, like <clears throat> there's a little story of him. You know, in fact, there's a documentary. And when you look at when John Phillips, you know, when yeah. he had that little documentary made before his his proposed first UFC fight, and you know what what Terry what Terry, what he says is absolutely true. Yeah. You know, Terry and Paddy wrote everyone and open up. Welcome ever open arms, you know, over a hundred years between them both and mind yeah, yeah. within a boxing. They don't get paid for all it. for fuck all, that's Nothing. the dress. Well, it's yeah, open yeah. five days a week, right? In Lock of the Gwent, it's the best gym, it's, it's the best boxing gym you, you could ever imagine going to. You know, they got, well, he bungee was up there for a few years, he's got his own gym now. Yeah. You've got the Samurai Judo, Judo Club yeah, up there. Yeah. You know, and he does all his, he owes all his amateur shows, Terry, dinner shows, mm. best amateur shows, great, he box, have a trophy. And you have a dinner ticket, you know, like you would in school. Like, yeah, you have yeah. a dinner ticket after you boxed. So if you, you, you have sauce and chips, well, if you yeah. lucky, if you lucky, you'd have sauce and chips. In, in depending on what show he was in, like if he was up the fucking rock, if he was up in Merthyr, he would be lucky to have a, a corned beef roll. I say one thing, mate. No one's bullying Ricky Owen for his dinner ticket. No, no, well, no, no, no fucking so, way. It's only once I ever saw Ricky lose. You know, he th- was like, he the best? The best amateur I've ever seen. The best amateur I've ever seen. And like the best, the best. Well, they said I've only ever seen him lose once, um, and that was you know that's Welsh and British combined. The other time I know he lost was in the Europeans, but I you know it was it was abroad. I didn't go to watch that. But like, my favourite part, my favourite bit 
my favourite Ricky Owen punch was um, against Thomas Bunny. So this Thomas Bunny was good. He was tasty, right? He was, you know, he'd won a Welsh couple of times. And on in the same season, Ricky really stopped him twice. So we were in the change rooms, and Thomas Bunny was up with Ricky. He said, you know, Rick, like that. He was the semi-finals of Welsh. Let's put on a bit of a show now, you know. Let's, let's, let's make the fight go the three rounds. And Ricky's response was, fuck off. Right? <laughs> so the bell has gone ding. We're only like, mad, I think we're, we're only like 16 at the yeah. time. Bell's gone ding. Ricky's run from his corner to the other corner. Left up a captain bunny in the gap. He's come off his feet and done a forward roll in the air. And all my life, he's done a forward roll in the air, landed on his back. Yeah. Right? Can't breathe. Got paramed. Well, St. John's Ambulance in the ring. He's on fucking that gas in there. He's got, got taken off still. The fucking can't breathe. Or, well, I think it annoyed yeah, him so yeah. much that he said, oh, let's go the three rounds. Mm-hmm. He whapped him, sent him spinning in the air. I remember that. I was with Dan. I was with Ricky the weekend doing the white collar. Chris, like, Ricky's one of the judges. He loves it, mate. Yeah. Right, I'm telling you now, right, every time there's one, we always sit next to each other. Me and Ricky don't stop fucking laughing from 7 o'clock till fucking quote past 11. Yeah, right? And that's a boy yeah. that doesn't drink. Do you know what Mate, I mean? Like, he he doesn't, doesn't have a drink. He, you know, he just goes out. In the year, you know, I find him one of the most approachable people. He's great, Yeah, he's a lovely When I was training for the white collar, I didn't know Ricky then. Obviously, I knew Ricky was. Yeah. I followed amateur boxing. This is sort of how I know your name before we met. Yeah. And, and the same with John Phillips. And but even Bushby and Perkins. I actually knew Perkins a bit further back. But all those boys, because I was like, you know, back in the evening post, we used to have the amateur. But yeah, of course. Back, yeah, yeah. And I'd follow it. Like, do you know what I mean? I'd always read it because I love boxing. Like, you know, like a fucking nerd. So I knew all of I knew so I knew Ricky's name was way before I ever met him. Yeah. yeah. So when I was doing the white collar, Ricky was one of the coaches. Obviously, you had Bomb Bomb, you had Ricky, and you had Di George's uncle. What's his Eric. name? Eric. Eric George, right? And obviously with Chris, yeah. um, Rocky, uh, and he was all air training. And I remember Spar. I was I hadn't even spoke to Ricky, uh, uh, but I was always like you know he was there when I was training. And I remember sparring one night, and he had me in with bigger boys, you no know, tall boys. Yeah, bigger yeah. Than I was sort of in between. I was a bit too big for the small boys and a bit too small for the big boys. I was sort of stuck in that middle with me, and that's why I ended up fighting Clarky because we yeah, were yeah. two boys on the same uh, weight class. So I had, I had, I sparred with this boy from Portal, but I can't think of his name now. And I and I just got inside and I was rounding with body shots, yeah. like all the way through the three rounds. And I came out and I was back doing bag work in, and Ricky walked past. And I just thought, it was like one of them, like, shall I ask, shall I talk to him? Like one of them? Because he was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. still, yeah, like, I don't know Ricky. And yeah, I was just yeah. saying, Ricky had been on Price Fighter at this point. This is part after Price yeah. Fighter and everything. So Ricky's just an established pro at this point. Yeah. And I had just gone, right, Rick? And he goes, right, mate. I goes, uh, you know, can you give us a bit of tips or what? Am I doing all right, though? What? And he was like, trust me, mate. He said, you're doing fine. He said, you're the only one here throwing body shots. He says, that's why my body shots off from Ricky. He's a massive body punch, isn't he? He's able to yeah. yeah. And he said, and he said, just keep throwing in body shots, you'll be fine. I was like, cheers, Rick. Do you know that? And I, so I still remember that to that day. Now, obviously, I know Ricky a lot better than that. Yeah. Right? Enough that I would call him a mate. But the thing is, I won't be, he'd remember that conversation as well. Yeah. He would definitely remember that conversation. So you treat, you, like say, I, I treat, always treated him with respect. Like when he was training then, there in the warehouse, and I was training at the same time, I'd stay to watch. I'd stay to watch yeah. Chris. I'd stay to watch Chris and I'd stay to watch Ricky because they were the two pros there when like Rocky was taking yeah. on the pads or Bomb was taking Because I wanted to learn. Yeah, when he was yeah, amazing, yeah. You, know? you know, he's an exceptional talent and he said, I learned everything 
practically everything I I learned because you know with the Gwent you know we were aggressive fighters you know we, you know we were stopping people like 14, 15 which not a lot of people were doing yeah and I learned off Ricky but you know I learned by sparring him and not getting it fuck out of basically you were sparring him in that documentary yeah sparring in a documentary obviously it's, it's, it shows a couple of fights as well it shows us when we boxing the army boys because when Terry used to run the the Gwent he used to run a dinner show once a year because one of the army coaches. He used to use a box for the Gwent, or you know, something, yeah, something yeah. associated, some association with the Gwent. So, once a year, he used to bring all the army boys down, and we box, he used to box all the army champs in. Because I that's great experience as well. Well, in, in the one in the one night, I think we, I think between us all, we stopped about five of the army champs. Like, yeah, I'd always put money in on the local fucking boxing clubs in the army, 100%. Well, well, I was gonna like. When Bushby was in the army, right, I didn't really know him. And his fight against Leon Owens was one of my favourite amateur fights that I saw. He was back in 2001, done a Darkers. I spoke to Bushby the other day. And, um, you know, Leon Owens was by far the favourite to win. And, and Bushby will tell you that. He'd be bigger than Darren as well. well no, they were, they, were the same, yeah, they were the same weight. Which Leon Owens went up? Well, he um, spars with John Owen, Damon Owens, brother. older brother. Fucking hell, what am I thinking? Right, right. So they come from, you fought a blind race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good, a very good boxing pedigree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. And no one expected Bushy to win. I didn't know Bushy. So he went for, he was just finished boxing, up uh, training at the gym, and Terry and Paddy said to me and John, do you want to go down? And John paid me to go in out of his, um, his, his, his paper money because he's doing yeah. a paper round. And I said, I'm going to money. So he paid, he paid a fiver for me to go in out of his paper round. And I always remember Rocky going nuts because when Bushby was fighting, it's when they were really close. And Bushby fucking boxed out of his skin. Right, yeah. Oh, my... He absolutely... He won the fight by a fucking country mile, right? But then Bushby went on into the final. He got stopped by Kerry Ola. Well, body shots. No, he was. No, but, you know, but, but it just sort of show the effects of body shots. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you were adults... You went in with big body shots, and Bush was in the paras at the time, so you know you could imagine how fit he was. His yeah. fitness, because he's a busy fighter anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how we that's how we beat Leon Owen. I think Leon Owen boiled down a bit too much, and Bush just piled on him, and Bush won. I said, well, so that's probably one of that's one of, that's one of the better performances I've seen from an yeah, amateur boxer. Yeah. Is Bush against against Owen, and then but Ricky, you know, we travel away. We got to wherever we went, wherever he went, he was just fucking annihilating people. <laughs> I seen a few, he put on Facebook didn't he a year or so ago maybe a little longer he had old videos and he like filmed yeah, the old yeah, videos yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like starching people oh, sleep he went starching yeah, people churning and yeah, the amateurs and he yeah, yeah, very rarely see stoppages like no, you know, we, the, we went up to I remember once I went up I went up as a reserve it was it was basically it was Wales against Ireland and uh, I went up to, I don't know I don't know what exactly happened but I went up to fight they didn't fight I don't know what, but Ricky did so Ricky boxed the Irish champion and Ricky fucking folded him in half with a body shot. Yeah. I said, just folded him completely. Ricky beat him a couple of weeks later then, down the doctors to win the British title. Yeah. So, you know, he was just, you know, like, we all, to be honest, we, you know, a lot of us are stopping people, but he was just doing it in such a dramatic fashion mm. all the time. And he was a he was a monster, like, you know, you know all, you know, all the Welsh champs. All the all Welsh champs were Swansea, and Swansea is the only, well, the only city as well to have a dwarf Welsh and British champion. Yeah, but he won that sport, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> Greg Pickett, I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 uh, but he 
Yeah, Greg Welsh champion. Yeah, yeah, Greg was British. British. Yeah, yeah, Welsh, was I think he won the Welsh about, about eight, nine times. He won the British, so I think really? six or seven. Who was he fighting out of then? He was fighting out of Plan Salad and Andy. Right, there you I go. I think Andy soon. You know, they had a good party. I think they they won. Um, they won. Uh, amateur club of the year one year because they had about eight or nine world champions through their club like you know but yeah we didn't do bad for a dwarf you know what I'm saying he's probably in panto at the moment now in a yeah. seven dwarfs so, <laughs> but again he got his fucking big night Saturday yeah, I drive past that Mr. Dapper every day. Oh, yeah. And yeah. The, the posters in the window. Yeah, you asked me to go down. Yeah, fuck it. As it happens, it would be a hell of a fucking nightmare. Like, you know, I said before, you know, I got no fucking time to him. I'm not saying it. He's fucking. No, he's a good boy. It's literally, it it's the only night I look at in Swansea. I think, oh my fucking God, that's that's my cup of tea. Like, yeah. You know, there's no fucking sort of house nights like that. It's all a bit fucking hard techno for me in Swansea, you know, it's no Yeah, that's what people into it. I like but, a bit of garage and... Mate, that <clears> fucking <throat> night, that is the night that I... If there's any night in Swansea for me, it'd be that fucking night. Like, it'd, like, it'd be amazing to this garage, Listen to the old 60-minute takeover. It was good. We'd have all your, old, all your garage boys in. Right. And then they're all MC and they're like fucking DJ, like MC Neat. Can you know, remember the old nights in the, the palace? No, do you know what? That's one case. I never went. I, I never... I think it was... I was... I was working in Quids in from the. I was working in Quids in the seventeen eighteen, and I think it just. I think it even just closed. It was just closing. Yeah. When I was working there, so no, I don't think it was. I don't know. I well, I, I never went there. Well, it was a gay club, wasn't it? Yeah. And then it sort of closed. Just went a bit and then it? Yeah, it just seemed to like it was and like trans nights and stuff. And yeah, it was like wary about going there for a bit because it was a fucking gay place. Like always had been, didn't it? And then them garage nights they had in there, straight to Kemble Can, and then after that, that that's, that's, that's what that's basically only ever been, we've ever one been there once. Once I've ever been Kemble there. Kemble Can? One time. Oh, lumping fuck. I would sort the men up from the boys. Oh, I know. Isn't it? Dancing like fuck on a fucking, on a karate yeah. mat. You're <laughs> half expecting the Cobra Kai to come I was, in, I was in there with Cobblies. We had been in Top and Arna. I saw him the other day. He, was like, oh, it, yeah. he said he saw him on the swim in. Right, there you go. Me and Cobbs was at the limit. And uh, we went over with Rocky and all of the Quids inbounders were like Dye Cock yeah, and yeah. Meanwhile and, and, and all them. And so we goes over with them. I'm thinking it's going to end in fucking tears now. <laughs> and Corby's is in the middle, like, no, just menacing him. <laughs> I just stood next to Mark and Meanwhile for yeah. about two hours. And like, Mark does look after me. <laughs> 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 they didn't say a bevy in there, did they? They a bevy, no. They cans of coke. Yeah. Yeah. These are like fucking karate pictures in a fucking wall. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you're just well done. You know well in there. We talk about the Unos, obviously, with the karate. It goes, it's another one that goes back as well. Another thankless job, you know, the people are running these karate jobs, karate, yeah, I think, you know, Kung Fu, like, well, you know, Kung Fu Club in Town Hill, he's had it, it's, you know, over 20 years, I mean, not a penny, doesn't, doesn't raise a penny, I had one, I had one kickboxing fight, and I got paid, like, they gave me, like, £15 for it, Cause, so I just gave it to my uncle, and I said, yeah, oh, yeah. Go, go buy, go buy one of the kids a new set of hand mitts or something, Do you know what I mean, like, only judo, it's just, you know, I think these people that are running these clubs need a lot more recognition. Like Andrew Burt, right? Runs Port of Dallas Judo. Lost both his legs. Still still got the club. Do you know what I mean? He's still teaching. Yeah, what? You know, and 
he does, you know, that's he's, where Brett come from, didn't it? Point the well, Andrew Bird is his Brett, his Brett's stepfather. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Brett's stepfather. So right, okay. that's 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 how I got introduced to Brett. I got introduced him for Kyle Davis. So Kyle Davis is one of the the, the Judah boys yeah, from there, yeah. and that's how I met. Brett. That's how I met Brett. Right. Talk about water finish. Oh my word! Unbelievable, wasn't it? Oh we, my! We, 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 oh my word! We, we, when we, I saw we, it, I, we highlighted it here <laughs> last week that you know this is another thing. Like I think if you if you watch MMA or you, you don't even have to watch MMA, but to be from a certain sort of circle, you'll know who Brett is. Oh fuck! Otherwise, yeah. you won't know. So, this, why isn't it in the evening? Post? I was like, no. Why, why are they getting it? Why are they getting it? Why are they on Wales online? Why are they on fucking everything? What I wear? Why isn't he up for? Why wasn't he up for Wales sports sports person? Wales sports person of the of the year. He's a fucking first Wales person to fight in the UFC. He got the highest takedown, the ha- most takedown. He's already a two-time world champion for yeah, two-time yeah, exactly, world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean like how hasn't he been recognised? Crazy, man. you know. Even within his own yeah. country, you know, he's going on like he's like John from Davis's uh, TV program, the Welsh talking. But he's only on it because he can yeah, speak yeah, 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 yeah. Why isn't he? Why isn't he blown up on Course, a pot? Yeah, yeah. He should be putting a pedestal I, that he deserves. I, I just, I just hope because. I, I watched it the next day because I was working Saturday morning. So yeah, I had the kids. So I watched it in the morning. Then. Yeah, I, when I got home from work, I watched it. So I'm just glad that there was a lot of people on Twitter, from what I could see, anyway, sharing it. So I just yeah. hope that people were yeah, yeah. were not. You don't have to be a, a fan of, of MMA or anything, but just I just hope you get some sort of recognition. Well, I, well, like, you got recognised in the UFC. Had a fucking fifty grand, fifty, or 50, 50 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I've never I've heard of a calf slicer I've heard of a calf slicer I've been been following MMA for probably 12-13 years I've heard of a calf slicer I never saw one that is only the second in UFC history that's how big a thing it is to do what he did to do it against a world class guy who fought probably three fights ago fought for the world title I mean you're no fucking like did you see the way he rolled it like just amazing we could try it you a hundred times and one day we'll fucking do it I I spoke to Dino about it and he said that was drilled. They yeah. knew that Joe Soto was going to go for the single leg, so they drilled the calf. Well, he did say. Well, he said in his interview after the obviously he did an interview with MA Junkie, and he said that they were learning and they were going over. He yeah. said, you know, he said he needed pop his own knee. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said his mate done it to him, like and he yeah, said, it's excruciating. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. yeah. I just looked. He looked fucking rough because yeah. I had to watch it back and I was slowing it down, trying to like get the angle. Of how the fuck is he doing that? And it's like a sort of figure four, and yeah, then the way yeah. he traps his leg, and then he pulls his toe down. So I suppose you're bending well, your knee down, down, and then your ankle down, and oh fucking hell! And when you see it slow, like I go, Christ, that looks. Well, it looked like a re- it looked like a wrestling move, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, it looked like yeah, like, of course it did. I also chuck up the old figure four leg. Look, now was it Rick Brett? Flair? Woo! Rick Flair. We just expected a rock to run in yeah. fucking hell. He goes elbow him, didn't he? But. Well, as you said, how the fuck can I get on the wheels online and he can't? For fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah, There's something final. fucking wrong there somewhere, isn't completely, it? Completely, completely and utterly. It, it just... Like, why isn't he all over the fucking evening post? He all over the evening post. He's lazy. lazy. All of the MMA world are bigging up how, fanta- yeah, how impressive I was. Right? You know, for a thir- to have a performance of the night, for a 30-second yeah, yeah. fight... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, the, if if you submission UFC, if UFC yeah. can see it, right? Again, you know, he, he's got the most takedowns in UFC. Yeah, yeah the, the most takedowns in UFC history. He's, he's the only second, only the second person in in UFC history to pull off that. I know, obviously, he was after the, the nominations for the sports Andy. 
if he isn't in an ex, you it's fucking criminal. Yeah, Same as course, yeah. the look at the British sports players aren't you? Why the fuck isn't Jermaine Defoe in it? Why isn't yeah, Jermaine Defoe? That's yeah. what I mean. Like, out of the whole, I, yeah, I can get like, I, you know, Look at the name of it. it right? I think it's, it's called personality. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's called sports personality, right? So straight away, Andy Murray can win yeah. the fucking lot and got a fucking. Andy Murray should never win it, right? Andy Murray can Didn't win every fucking Grand Slam going. Did he see what happened? He, he caught something up online that damn. Somebody from a sports personality rang him, from BBC rang him, and said, Oh, you're probably going to win it this year. Can we come and take some photos of you? And he said, Probably he's not good enough and hang up the phone. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's not for nomination. Yeah. He's fucking hang up and I'm saying, Probably he's not good enough. Yeah. But of course, the show they fucked him off. You know, they fucked him off at him when he won do the fucking photos. It's just a fucking fix. Bullshit! Like, you know, I didn't watch it. You know, as you said, Jermaine Defoe should have walked walked home with that. What he done? Well, you know, look at his like, personality. You know, yeah, exactly. you know, say personality. Fucking Ryan Giggs won it before, and he hasn't got a personality. Really, you see what I mean? They they they, um, they, they, they give him that for yes, his fucking you, longevity. Yeah, 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 that's all. You know, personality. You know, well, yeah. It's it's criminal that Brett Jones wasn't in the Welsh one. And then you know, it's a, like look, Mate, look, he can't look, even look, get in a fucking evening. Well, course look, in, look in Scotland, right? What's his name? Josh Taylor, the boxer, the, yeah. the Spartan War. What do they call the Tartan Warrior? Isn't it? Yeah. Like he's boxing, right? He's won obviously a couple of titles, and they he's the other more. He's the biggest fucking. He's the biggest sports star in Scotland, yeah. right? And you know, obviously boxing is a bigger scale than than UFC. Don't get me wrong. You know, more, you know, he's more of a household name, but they are praising him for what he's doing, right? Like Brett's a two-time world champion. He's in the UFC. He's undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah. He's, you know, what you know? If Scotland, if Scotland are doing it, England are doing it, Ireland are doing it. It just seems that Wales, any country, that's not actually, you know, well, Gareth Bale. And it's got. And, and you've got, got to look at the minority. You yeah. know, like yes, every you know, every per, you know, if you look at seventy-five percent of the, of, the, of the population of the world, probably know Gareth Bale as he plays Real Madrid. Right? You know, but if you ask, if you ask someone from in Russia where's Gareth Bale from they'll say England yeah, yeah. but you know Wales haven't got much we? Wales are recognising so, so when we get yeah. some when Absolutely. we get something that's fucking competing on a world level let's fucking celebrate it yeah. and fucking push well, him out there and plus as well he always goes away to watch Wales and all that yeah. he's always got he's to go back in that he's on the on evening post yeah. like, why, yeah. why isn't he on the evening post every why, week he, Every you know, fucking yeah, you know, oh, well, I'm gonna do. No, you don't know anything about MMA, right? That's All you gotta do is go on fucking Twitter, and you'll have a story in fucking two minutes. Yes. You know, the front front page of the Evening Post will be fucking Sharon Sharon from Greigluid Road lost her dole card. That's a fucking front page of the Evening Post. She did the mind It was big news. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but why isn't you know Brett, Brett Johns winning thirty seconds of it? Why isn't that front page? Why is it? Fuck why the is spread all over? Yeah. Never mind the lagoon. Oh, it has to be. Well, say that. Well, it was an eight. Is it eight? Kev Johns. Well, it, I think hey, that, we sit in here now. We might be the city of culture. Yeah, we should we go on now and have a fuck about that. Is it just me? No, I don't really. Look, I spend my fucking days in the arse end of this fucking town taking smack heads round, right? There's no culture in that, right? <laughs> so, you know, fucking. A, Forgive me for not getting fucking over the moon about some well, city of culture thing. The first thing that's come on, time. I don't give a shite. The first thing that's come on Twitter uh, is Leon Thomas, good friend of ours, and he's put the most beautiful thing ever to come out of comedy has to be Steve Grizovich, and he's ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we've obviously lost the fucking comedy. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake! Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Bennett, Steve Grizovich, Nicky Jin, we can all go and get fucked. No, we, one of the most memorable FA Cup finals ever, though. 87, oh. Spurs 2, Cup. We, we've talked about it, oh, FA Cup finals oh, yeah. have gone to the dogs now, haven't they? But yeah. 86 FA Cup final, first one I ever saw. Rushy, Rush. amazing. Craig Johnson pissed me yeah, off, tried yeah, to nick yeah, his goal. Yeah. 87, Keith Ouch and Diving Edda. Yeah. Mickey Bennett, Gary Marbett on goal. Yes, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. What a fucking cup what final. final. What was yeah. 88? Liverpool, Everton, Rushy. 88 was Liverpool, uh, 88 was Wimbledon, Liverpool. Oh, of course it was, yeah. And 89 Nine was the Hillsborough final, Liverpool, Everton. As we were just talking about Brett Johns, just popped up, he's now he's now number 13 Bantam in the world. Yeah. Well done, Brett. Boy. Yeah, so he, That's he's got, he, I gotta be honest, I'm surprised he won in a top 15 any, uh, like after his first couple of wins. Right. You know, I don't think Bantamweight is. A stacked division so that they can keep in a two time no. champion out. I think what's happened with Brett um, is he's missed weight a couple of times when it was important on his way to the UFC, and then he's had a couple of fights where he hasn't been particularly exciting. I think that's held him back, otherwise, yeah. he'd have been in the UFC sooner because there's been less deserving people than him oh, got in the yeah, UFC. I think that's what's held him back, but now going in. He had a cracking first fight with the South Korean guy. It was a real, the real the most takedowns take in the end. Uh, right. That was a fantastic fight. Uh, what was his second fight? Uh, I can't fucking think of it. I remember, but I, I remember that being entertaining as well. And then obviously he's gone out, submission of the year, calf slicer. Now he's going to be, <laughs> yeah. his next fight will be a, he's he's be a big one. Well, he's opened eyes now, and he, you know, he, he, well, you know, when you look at, he's no, he's nowhere near personality what Conor McGregor was. When Conor McGregor, Obviously, he got into the UFC. He won was it a few fights, and then he headlined his own show yeah. in Ireland. In, in yeah, Ireland, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I don't, you know, no disrespect to Brett. I don't, he's not a headliner because you know, because obviously, the personality. But you know, with Greg, you know, with Brett, with John, with with Marshman now, Welsh boys, it is it, it is a shout to have. What I um, think is fucked for Wales. Wales. What's fucked with Wales is we either got the Millennium Stadium. Which is too big, um, or you've got the Motor Point Arena, which is too which small. Is too small. Yeah. So the UFC will not bring a show no. to cut. It has to be an outdoor show for yeah. you know in the in the, in the legs. I don't think they'll just you, you, UFC, UFC aren't doing UK shows a lot. No, right? They do one two a year, so they're not going to yeah. go. Oh, let's do Wales That's as well. That, as the only day. reason that one was in Dublin was because of fucking Conor McGregor. No, of course it was. Yeah, you know, it's a you know he. Well, he single-handedly made the UFC a billion-dollar, yeah, billion-dollar yeah, franchise. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. So he was one of the buyers, wasn't he? For for UFC, Dwayne Johnson was one of the buyers. He's, he's part of the he's part of the, well, no, the new. Yeah, so buyers. the new yeah, the new buyers. Obviously, the new buyers. Bought it for four yeah, billion. Yeah, one point two billion. Yeah, yeah, the Rock was part of of the takeover. Like, really? Yeah. He's probably just funding it when he, you know, get the rock on yeah. the Because the best promoter, I know we've gone on about the rock, the best promoter in the world is Dana White. No, it's Vince McMahon, you know that, isn't it? Oh, you've right. taken the fucking, you've taken a sport that's not even fucking real <laughs> and made it a billion dollar yeah. fucking industry. Like, it, like, it's it, it's more, well, that's what, well, it's all comic, comic yeah. is taking yeah, a bit of a man walk. Yeah, I never thought that. You can't fault the fucking guy. Because you've taken a sport that is fucking make believe and turned it into a fucking upset, billion dollars. Upset the wrestling fans, mind saying that. Well, go for 
Once God, they get hardcore, but they rest. You see how upset I got when I heard Elizabeth died. Fucking hell. You know what I mean? That was the end of me, man. Fuck my week up for fucking three weeks, man. Honestly. Especially when you found out she was on the gear as well. Oh, I know when I heard she fucking was fucked. She was with Lex Luger. I know. I didn't like I haven't watched a Superman film since. Fucking fuck that. But it, she's got yeah. one, the, the, the FA Cup. Well, well, not that. I was always going to say it was. What are you saying about Conor McGregor now? Right, Max. I but said, I said, I said, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. fucking hell. Fuck. 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 Because I don't know the facts of this. I saw a couple of photos. You ask questions, I'll tell right, you. Right, okay. <laughs> There's photos. I saw three different photos of Conor McGregor and Rita Aurora, and he's got his arm round her in probably all three of them, right. laughing in one, quite looking serious at her, yeah. looking at her like this. It looks ropey as fuck, doesn't it? Right, okay. So, so has he explained what the fuck that is, or does anyone know why he was there doing that? It's a Versace doing it. It was, it was, the, it was that Donatella Versace's thing. It's like in the morning, Conor McGregor stood there, this is my day, this is your day, have a good day, you've got a Versace yeah, fucking yeah. dressing going on, then in the night then, obviously he's there, like, he's at the moment, he's one of the biggest household names in the world, and he's, I mean, so, so it could have been, it could have been, like just, I just tried, on the same, to work it they're probably put him on a British table, they put him on a British table, and someone's gone, you two get in a photo, and he's gone, a lot of the photos have been cropped, right, there's him, Next to Rita Ora, it's one of the most super supermodels well, super yeah. either side of them, right? right? Right, But a lot of photos they've been cropped out of them. But what didn't help matters was Rita Ora have gone on. So I saw the date night, and thing. she's That's what I saw. date night, right. and then of course then it kicks off, and he's fucking married. Don't forget another thing with Conor McGregor is he's got to deal with the fucking the Irish gangsters that he fucking pissed off. Yeah. Oh, what's that? I see, I, I see, I try to avoid this shit. I hate fucking tabloid gossip and this all this bullshit. Let's, let's think right. He is part of the, one of the biggest organisations in the world, UFC. I don't think the, I don't think the Irish mafia are going to bother him too much when you got the likes of Dana White. No. Right? The story went that he went into a pub where uh, a mate of his got filled in he went in and smacked three fucking boys and one of the boys I've seen the pub it is his local pub because I've seen top memories of him in there before uh, the day later they said he fl- he uh, got out of the country he was straight on a plane <laughs> and he went right and what they said was these fucking uh, mafia men and they was heavy fucking men they wanted 900 grand for what uh from what he did, right? But then, <laughs> the story went from that then to these Irish gangsters have put a 900 grand hit on his head, which is fucking bullshit. Then the story went that his old man flew to Dubai to meet this Irish well, mafia guy. Like, the story, no, it just story, went like, over and over and over yeah. and escalated and he was like, oh, fuck, you know, what to believe and what not. Like, you know, it just went on and on. No, well, like, like I say, I saw the photo of him and Rita Ora, but she's pulled a fast one, ain't she? Because she, she puts that, she knows he's going to get a response. She's right? fucking in all she, if, the last two days. If she'd she have just put, oh, met Conor McGregor for the yeah, first time yeah, tonight, yeah, lovely yeah. guy, yeah, no yeah. one matters neither, yeah. do they? But if you put it's date all night, choreographed in it, you know, they got a photo, she's pulled that. He's probably in, 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 in it as much as you know, she's she got, is. You know, her fucking her record sales go up a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, spread all over. And then you've got her, you know, his photos were fucking stand provocatively yeah, yeah. in bikinis. They know what they're doing, they don't, you know, it's nice for us to have a little look at it, but they, <laughs> they perfectly well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. 
Good but fucking couple of days out of one. Another thing I called right this weekend. UFC 218 was fucking mental. I think what I think that's just one thing that's gone. But uh, lost in translation. What he said was they've got, space, a, they've got a a punching machine thing or uh, measures that in the UFC it, yeah. Institute of Sport, whatever the fuck yeah, is yeah. called now, that's in where their offices are. And he hit that and harder he's the than hardest, harder than yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so remember, when you go back years ago when he he, he went down to Swansea University and he did a, a, like a test and he hit the machine. And it was three and a half. I, you know, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. It was it was three and a half tons. Yeah, I remember Frank Wallen. Frank Wallen's first square. Yeah, but no, well, in fact, first square inside. That's your equivalent getting fucking hit on a chin by a transit van. Yeah, I remember. It was three and a half fucking tons. A transit van's three and a half ton. It's equivalent to getting hit by a transit van doing a fucking forty fifty miles an hour on the chin. I'm sure it was before Enzo fighting in the Albert Hall. I'm sure. I can't remember who's fighting but Frank Warren had a little column in the sun every Saturday and he said on the bottom there like en- uh, Enzo Mattinelli have done his test and it's the equivalent of being it by who might have said Transivan I got trained in my fucking head he could, he could be a trained yeah, could easily he's, be a fucking trained yeah, the way yeah, Enzo used to bang like well yeah he was, was no honestly like he hit me once he, 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 well, he hit me with a jab before but he hit Get my gloves into my head yeah. and hit me fucking through the through the sec through the second or third rope. I was hanging out with the fucking rope. My feet were in the ring. My head was on the fucking floor. Was um, John up there with him? That was well because John that that was no. It was I think it was just after because when I it was when John. I, I mean, in power sorry, wise, or power wise. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I am spar John since we were probably seventeen or eighteen. You know so. You think that was like thirteen years ago? I and he, and he's, he's changed in his like his, in that, you know, he was tall and skinny and yeah, yeah. And he's so you know, he's filled up now. So obviously, when the last time I spoke, John, he might have been probably to say seventy-five kilos. Now, you know? yeah, he's not. And now he's that. walking around. You know, what's probably he, walking on hundred kilos. He's walking around hundred kilos. So you know, so it's a massive difference. So then, no, you know, because obviously, Ed was a fully grown man. Yeah. He's world champion. You know, he's, he's he, he was. You know, if you don't, you don't grow into yourself to like 24, 25. Yeah. Look at all these boxers coming through. Like, Jay Harris is a perfect example. Do you know what I mean? He, even though Jay's only light, once he's, you know, he's starting to fill out a little bit now. He's, you know, he's gone, you know, to a certain age. He's now a man. He's a fully grown man. And he's hitting harder now yeah. than what he was three years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, as you get older, you know, at, you know, obviously at a certain age, you're going to lose your power. But, I, I'd find it hard for any. I'd find it hard to spar anyone that hits as hard as Enzo Mac. Mm. And did you see John? This is where the city. This is where the city of culture bid went fucking wrong. Because we've had photos and videos of John Phillips hitting the pads with Chris Ware on three cliffs. Send them up to win the city of culture. We're going <laughs> to win it straight away. There's <laughs> no way in Grizzovich. Grizzovich is going to walk in, right? He's got John. The Mike. 
White Mike Tyson Phillips in one en- time. Then. Enzo, Chris Enzo will towel around his Enzo fucking head. Enzo will fucking towel around his neck. <laughs> Chuck Big Martin Davis in there as well. There's no fucker from Colt you're going to win the city, cult, city of culture bin if you've got them four they fucking rocking in there. I saw earlier. Fuck Kevin Jones. Reece Seffens. Fuck the guy who wrote fucking Reece Seffens. Fucking Reece Seffens. Fucking Reece Seffens. Fucking Reece Seffens. Fucking Cardiff can't. Rob Ryder was on it. He's, he's from Batal, but he's, yeah, a, he's, a, he's a, a like, you don't mind Rob Ryder. No, no, don't mind Rob Ryder. He's my John Phillips, is he? No, he's not. John Phillips. John, John walks in there to City of Culture we are coming out with the fucking head exactly of and the head of Steve Grizzovich on the <laughs> that's what's going to happen like you know what I mean fucking hell but uh, what I was um, with Conor McGregor what I was going to say with UFC 218 right Max Holloway beat Jose Alba yes, again, all that, second yeah. time right on any, on any other show that would have been fighting the night yeah, yeah, right yeah. okay it was a fucking fantastic fight but it just so happened to fight two of uh, follow two of the best fights of the year if not of all time which was Eddie Alvarez and Justin Gatti Dana White called, called that before the show yeah well the, 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 he, called, he called the Alvarez fight was being fight the night before the show he yeah, was well it, well it was obvious because the way Gatti fights and Alvarez was awesome I thought Gatti would beat Alvarez Alvarez was fucking fantastic but uh, Alex Oliveira versus Yancy Medeiros was fucking crazy it was like two drunk guys fighting on I can't say I've seen it I didn't it see that fight. I, I didn't it see it it was fucking amazing and on any other show Max Holloway and Jose Aldo for the featherweight title would have won um, fight of the night but Max Holloway now have won 12 I think that's 13 straight right or maybe that's 12 straight do you know the last person he lost to Conor McGregor Conor yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, well, on, that, on that show who do you think there's three people that Conor McGregor's beaten Holloway Aldo and Alvarez and Alvarez yeah. so those three you know I, it, I, it I just think well, well, no, I tell you what take away Aldo the other two will give him a fucking good fight what, 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 what I'm getting at is every time these guys now he handled El, Eddie Alvarez Easy. he went, he yeah, went yeah, up a so. weight yeah. but he knocked Aldo out in 13 seconds I think Aldo was shot probably just before that yeah right he knocked Aldo out in 30 seconds. Let's take Aldo out of it, even though Aldo's probably the greatest featherweight player. Yeah, of course, yeah. Time, just right? USG, well, yeah. Just he, USG. He, well, he is, isn't he? He beat Max Holloway when Max Holloway was coming through, same yeah. as he was coming yeah. through. But in that fight, when they he were both stepping stone fights, they, they were like, both going up at the same time. But what, what people, a lot of people maybe forget about this was during that fight, he bought, he done his knee. He popped his knee out. Yeah, he did uh, it. The Hollywood yeah. against Max Holloway. Well, remember, he came out the Holloway fight and apologised to Dana White. And Dana White went, fuck, man. He was out for the best part of a year because yeah, he'd done his knee in. Yeah. And, uh, and then he came back and I think his next fight was Dennis Seaver in Dublin. Something like that, anyway. And so what he, what, he, what he can say, if you're Conor McGregor now, Max Holloway's calling him out again. He goes, what on about? I beat you with a bus knee. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you were the best of the rest. I've already beaten everyone else. He went up to the fucking lightweight and beat Eddie Alvarez like he'd never fought before in his fucking life. Fucking hell, yeah. Absolutely. Conor McGregor's, the Conor McGregor's legacy is building without him fighting. Yeah. yeah. Because he because he beat all these guys who are world-class fighters. Max Holloway now, 12 wins on a trot. Beat everyone pretty much, apart from Frankie Edgar, who's going to have to fight next. He's... Conor McGregor's myth and legacy is just growing all the time because yeah. he goes he, around he's, he's, he's a guy yeah, so why does he fight them they talk about he's like what's the uh, he's on every he's on every MMA fighter's Every MMA fight talks, he's in the second sentence, isn't he? Yeah. This, this, this. Then he goes straight to Conor McGregor. Yeah. yeah. Everyone refers back. Red panties. Yeah. Yeah. Red panties. Yeah. But so other goes. 
Can I remember that guy that, that said something? And the greatest one like that. Who the fuck is, is this guy? Jeremy Stevens. Yeah. Jeremy Stevens. He fight. He's got. He's, yeah, on, he's the one next, of the top boys. No, but he's on the next fight. It, whatever the next fight night is, he's on that, didn't he? So he's coming through as well. Yeah. So it could be it. Jeremy Stevens is. He lost though. Did he have a chance? He's Ooh, in that, that press conference. He lost that fight, didn't he? Jeremy Stevens have been wrong for years, <laughs> and he's been up and down for years. Like that, who, though, who the fuck is that? that right? That's the yeah, best. That was the ever. best comeback ever. <laughs> that was the same one as a red panty night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. He tortured everyone. Was. Red panty night was the one. For no, 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 no. You said yeah. Yeah, you said yeah. No, it was. The red panty night happened way before that. It was the Alvarez fight. Was who the fuck is that? There's a clip on YouTube, right? It's just Ronda. Ronda Rousey it's just picked, picked on Ronda Rousey when Conor McGregor's on his rampage when he says red panty night and it just, it's just on her for a few minutes and it's different clips and she's just fucking sitting there pissing yeah, herself laughing because he is enough. just fucking she was probably the only one in there that he wouldn't give a yeah. shit like, that's when he's at his best isn't he when he's yeah, fucking yeah. shit talking with yeah. no plan yeah. you know what I mean fucking that's when he is, no one can touch him uh, do you know the, the whole McGregor Mayweather tour thing yeah. they got a bit fucking stale didn't of course it, it did the yeah. first but one that, the first one they fucked him up yeah. and they tacked him up yeah. the second one in Toronto was, was the best it was easy the best was, 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 was that his mink coat was that no, the that was, New York that was, that was, yeah, was yeah, the last that. two New York and oh that was when he oh the, the second one was when he fucking up my cat that up that's it was just perfect with that that the Toronto press conference was the perfect press conference what's the chances like the timing it was fucking awesome it was perfect um, I can see also you got notes that I really want to fucking speak about on, the Rigo Lomo fight we got, we got, oh, well, I got it here we've got to talk about it I've, I've locked your notes and I've been fucking itching to talk about it this is the fight for the boxing fucking purists isn't it? Like, yeah. this is the this is not well I'll tell you what we need to because a lot of people who are listening they've started to take an interest in, in boxing maybe even just to like keep an eye on things since we've, we've talked about boxing here because obviously me and Paddy are old school big fans D- describe who Guilherme Rigondeau is and Vasily Lomachenko well both of them are the most highly de- well, two of the highly decorated amateur boxers of, of, well ever you know they both won the Olympic gold twice Rigondeau I think is one of the most avoided fighters in the world you know he's been pro now was it six seven years he was a 15 16 fights you know I think well it went you know, no d- fucking completely out of that off to Jazza Dickens. No one else would fight Rigondo. Jazza yeah. Dickens stepped up, Rigondo snapped his jaw. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Rigondo, he's a very avoid fighter. You know, he, he fought top top people. He, like, obviously, done you know, he's fucking just ruled that fight. But people don't want to fight them. Lomachenko, it seems it's the other way around. You know, he is. He's like watching the Matrix when he's fighting him. Yeah. It is like watching the Matrix there. But, you know, he had the second pro fight boxer world title he did lose when Salido, wasn't it? Was yeah, it? Yeah, Salido. Yeah. Um, but people want to fight him. You know, with Rigondo, the media have never been on his side for some reason. I don't know if it's because it's from Cuba, but the, re- the, the media have never been on his side. The promoters never been on his side. The money's never been offered to him. Obviously, the evidence has been thrown to Lomachenko. Completely, I take my hat off to Rigondo over taking a fight because he's got to step, got up, a step fight. up, yeah. And I think he's the one that he's, he's, he's bent it. over backwards yeah. to make this fight. He what really, really want this fight. I do think Lomachenko's going to win. Yeah, that's my personal. But, but I tell you what, though, but my my, my um, 
my views are changing over the last couple of days. Seeing the press conference, press conference, seeing the training. Now I know you know Lomachenko is naturally bigger. You know he stepped up a couple more weights. You know for he's just, well again he's always grown into his weight. You know Regan Dole could easily make the light the weight still. You know what I mean he can make the bantam with the super bantam. You know Frampton they want to fight them. Santa Cruz they want to fight them. They want to fight him. No one fight him. They all fucking stepped up. They all yeah. said that the featherweight said they want to fight them for obvious reasons. But you know, Lamachenko, he's just you know, he's he's the at the moment he is my favourite boxer. Yeah. I I think at the moment my favourite fighter to watch is Terence Crawford. He's, um, he is different. Yeah, he is different level. But like, with the like Rigo and Lomach fight now, this is one where the real boxing fans going to watch it. Like when you have the way this is where I look at like for example AJ right. Now, when AJ fights, everyone comes from the woodwork to support AJ, anti-Joshua. So, I look at it, right, and I compare it to international rugby. Anti-Joshua and international rugby, in my eyes, are the two of the... It's the same event, right? It's the same event. Because all of a sudden, when international rugby's on, you've got every... You know, all the fucking house mums are out... And they get cowboy hats. Yeah, you know, you know, like, with it with Annie Joshua, <laughs> you know, you've got you've got you've got house mums and always all these pensions supporting Annie Joshua, the same as your house mums and always all these pensions supporting the rugby. Now, you know, I've never watched your space play a couple of times, right? But like, like you know, all these people that's watching these international games. Have you ever been to watch your home your home exactly team it. play? No. Auntie Josh is fighting. Have you ever been to a boxing show in your entire life? No. But you've just fucking paid for a ticket. You've just quid. paid 150 quid, yeah. 200 pounds, to watch him fight. Sky. To watch yeah. yeah, to sit to watch him fight. Why I say to mean, so that's the way that I look at it. But with the rig on Dole and Lomachenko, like the one of my one of the people I know is one of the biggest with two people I know, I know most of the boxing Biggest fans of Greg Pickton and Dan Bushby. Now, for the for the likes of, the, of those boys, this is their dream come true. Do you know what I mean? But then, if you ask Joe Bloggs down the road, are you going to watch the Ring of Dole or Check? Fact, they what? Yeah, the two you know, two, two most highly decorated amateur fighters ever. What? Amateur? What? Do you know what I mean? They won't have a fucking clue. Do not think this year? But for me, I, I can't fucking wait for it. I would have been yeah. fucking built up more. I don't know. This is one of the best years. For boxing, that I can remember. Oh my god, that's right? Well, 2018 was Ward Kovalev. Ward Kovalev, Ward Kovalev, which is fucking. Twice. Whoever gets fucking two yeah. people, uh, especially in a rematch, they both talk it, which fucking very rarely happens. You've had Canelo, Triple G, the best fighters at their weight fighting well, pound for pound. Yeah. And I'll to cap the roll off. And then to cap roll off in December, then you've got. Two of them. And another two. Let's not forget Terence Crawford unified the division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like there's this big argument. You know, this big argument on who's going to win fight of the year. I think Terence Crawford has to win it because he's only the second person to unify the division since. Lennox Lewis. Is it Lennox Lewis or Van Oldfield? You know. It was, no, it was, it's not an old user, sorry. Lennox Lewis and everybody. Darren Bushby will. Well, no, he will know. He'll know. Yeah. I'm not going to say for certain, but I, I think it's, it's Lennox Lewis at heavyweight. Terence Crawford is the first man to say who's a heavyweight to unify a division completely. And then going to a joke show now, I don't you know why the fight's fucking happening again. It's Bearlow and Hay. Do you know what I mean? Well, but they, they, it's happening because right. of the money. It's you know, you know, you know money. But it doesn't I, need to happen. That I, fight doesn't need to fucking happen. I will say it's right. Do you know what I feel sorry for? Is Bearlow. 
Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Because I was I was listening to an interview with Eddie Earn the other day, right? Okay, it'd be a full and, year. Right, that's what he was saying. There was an interview on Talksport. Oh, like I get that now. But it was an interview with Eddie Earn, and just before Berlu was about to start camp, his brother-in-law died. Right, I suddenly. Yeah, I can't right? work out what yeah. the. So he had to go into camp because the fight is signed for uh, December seventeenth. Yeah. He's had to go into camp. I'll have one as well. Cheers, man. Yeah, this fucking service with a smile though as well. Um, he's had Everybody a brother wants a sandwich and an apple. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a grin to camp. She's an apple. Um, with this yeah, hanging yeah. over his head. He's had to go away from his family because he trains with uh, trains Dave, Caldwell, Caldwell, Dave Caldwell in Sheffield. Oh, yeah, is it Sheffield? It's up that way. Wherever it is. And uh, he had to go away from his family. He's trained. He's ready to go. David A's pulled out last minute. So I think he was always going to happen. David Ingle, let's do this. Right. This, is what, this, is what, this is what I'm getting to. This is what I'm getting to. This is why I, I, I can't fucking take David A no more because he cost Tyson Fury a year of his career. Yeah, yeah. 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 I felt yeah. sorry for Tyson Fury. He cost fucking Tyson Fury probably a fucking five hundred pounds. Yeah, exactly. He cost Tyson Fury money. He cost him a year of his fucking career which you can never get back. Right? Now, it's very likely... Would it surprise... If you were a betting man and I give you 50 quid and you were... To put a bet on, will David A pull out of that? I put a bet on I put fucking 50 grand on it. Yeah. Oh, honestly, God, he's not, that fight's not going to happen. Like, you know, we're looking at now, <coughs> Bettelow won the WBC Cruiserweight title in extraordinary fashion. Brilliant. Against the odds. Well, in, not against the odds, you know, he wasn't favourite when that guy was destroying everyone. Now, when you look at the, the World Boxing Series Cruiserweight, have you seen it? They were in the same Olympic team. They both won a gold together. I think it was a second goal yes, that Lamachenko won. But like with all those four crews, weights, I think they're all undefeated. I think it's like 83 or 86 wins between them with fucking 63 knockouts. But like, you know, this is you know and the thing is it's not it's the money it is it is the money Bello why doesn't he come back down the cruise and fight one of those yeah, you know, way because, too dangerous you know, not enough no, no, way, no, 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 way too dangerous and obviously the money's the money would be for the for the opponent be the best money they'd ever fucking earn because Bello now is a household name you know you think before the Cleverly fight everyone fucking hated him like I fucking hate Cleverly he's a fucking asshole of a bloke he's the biggest fucking dickhead in the fucking world, he's fucking shit out from fighting Enzo. He fucking try. He, he is a prick. He's fucking. He's fucking old man. Fucking a nonce as well. Fucking <laughs> fucking fifteen year old girl. Yeah. And proper nonce, not girl. just nonce. Seriously, yeah, yeah. I don't know this. Yeah, story. He fucking. Yeah. Well, his, his old his old man was fucking seen a bird. I was under under the age of sixteen, and he's still with her now. Clever, he's a fucking. What is clever though? What happened? He's a fucking. He's a prick, and he won five. Well, you know, and then you know you think right. He fought that fight. He was fucking terrible. Bello deserved to win. And then after it then, he was fucking... I had a fucking argument with him about on Twitter. Oh, well, I got paid. I said, yeah, but people like fucking working class like me fucking paid £18 to watch you fucking fight. He boxed like a cunt. He didn't check out right now, He didn't give a fuck. Like, I he missed that fight, Dan. He didn't check out right He went in the fight yeah. to fucking lose. The, the guy's a fucking dickhead. And, but, you know, Bello deserved to win that fight. I, I actually watched the Clare I was, I was, I Every Bello fight live. The first one. I mean, what's that? I remember, you know, he did fucking um, press conference. Do you know what made me laugh, that one? It was a press conference. 
And well, it fucking went right down on the knee. Backstage in the press conference, Jane Couch is interviewing Bellow. Oh, that's right? Jane Couch, she's a fucking boot. She right? is fuck. She's interviewing Bellow. It kicks fuck off. Hell, she's a bigger fucking boot. Enzo fucking... Enzo Kazagi. It cut, kicks off and Cleverly's old man phones the police. And Jane Couch and Bellow are laughing saying... How the fuck have he phoned the old bell? Is he fucking real or what? Like, right. you know. Yeah, keep Jake it all Hulk, indoors, like, you know? Yeah, Jake Hulch was fucking barely laughing, like, you know what I mean? He's fucking, fucking Well, you know, talk about, you know, with the, like, the, the, the trainers and stuff, you know, like I said, Andrew Kazaki, you know, he's another person. He was on the documentary. Like, was, yeah, yeah, boss, yeah, you know, yeah. like, for a man, right? For a man, this fucking never boxed his life, ever. He was playing League Two in Italian football. He came over. He came to the UK to become a fucking singer. He can't fucking sing for shit. His buskers and sound better than him. Is is boy? Yeah. Is yeah. boy right? Joe Kazagi, best fucking British fighter ever, in my opinion. In my, that's yeah, my opinion, right? Yeah, in my argued. opinion, you know, it could be argued. Hundred percent, it could be argued. But, but know, I mean, he'd yeah, be in the ranking. But, but what I mean, you know, what are you looking at then, right? A monkey could have trained. Uh, Joe goes out. Right? Fuck no, yeah. no, 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 you know, Enzo, you know, obviously won fights under him. He trained Gavin Reese, Bradley Price. But look, all, not one of those people now speak to Enzo Kazagi because he's a fucking asshole of a bloke. Knows fuck all. Uh, he's, you know, you look at, you look at all these, these boxers like Nathan Cleverly. Doesn't give a fuck about his, didn't give a fuck about the fans who paid all that money to watch him fight. He's a fuck, you know, he's a, he made, he made a fucking fool of himself. Then he still goes on and fucks for another world title. Like, why, why are people giving him the fucking Ben? Why are people, you know, like... Because he had a contract with Marshall, probably. Do you know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. fucking, it winds me up. And then you've got people like Ken, like, you know, like Ricky Owen, who he was with Matchroom. You know, he weren't getting as many fights as he needed. I remember watching Ricky's first ever pro fight, and he just destroyed the fucking person and folded him in half. Damon Owen was fighting on the same show. Mm. So both Ricky and Damon... Two, that was on a Friday night two, fight too long, wasn't it? Yeah, two Swansea boys. Stop both of their boys. And on that night, I remember... That was like a Jason Cook. I don't know if you remember Jason Cook. I remember Jason Cook. He lost Ginger his... Ginger Boy, when he, he lost his, He lost his... It was the IBO. He lost his IBO world title on that day. Yeah, Nicky Piper. Nicky Piper won the British... No, yeah, it was a good. Piper. Yeah, Nicky Piper. Piper. He stopped Darren. Is it Darren Williams? I think it was or Darren from um boy from Bristol because he, he he was under. Well, there are. He was under Chris Sanaga. So I was going to go on to like me Selby, me and Selby signed pro the same day, both under Sanaga. You know, he's fighting now. He's coming up to fight. And Did it, he uh, yeah, right earlier. Yeah, like, he might not be on now. Now you talk about people, you know, talk about, about Bello going to the camp. Lee Selby fought a week after his his his, yeah. his mum died. Like, I mean, no, Andrew was, Selby, I was. No, Andrew and Lee Selby, the brothers, mate. Oh, they fought. <laughs> no, I know, but I, no, I, I oh, saw sorry. Andrew Selby oh. on the. No, it was Lee Selby as well, wasn't it? Lee Selby as well. It was after the last fight. Oh, it was fuck, Lee. Of course, it was. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. The week after it. the fight, the week after the fight, his grandfather died. So I watched that fight by trade the other day. And Lee's oh, yeah, Selby, mate, he's a nice fella, right? He's a lovely fella. He's so down to earth. He lives. 
you know, he's bought a nice house now. He's got a little, you know, chickens and stuff out his back. All he wants to do is provide for his family. It's so all he wants to do is be with his family. Uh, you know, the same with like Bello. These are the ones, and these are the boys that need to be rewarded. Do you know what I mean? Do you think Lisa will be fucked up by not staying with Matchroom? I know we gone with that. No, but he was, well, well, he was never with Matchroom. He was never with Matchroom. He's never been with Matchroom. He's same as Sanaga. He's with Sanaga. He's with um. Um, oh, it's not West Coast. It was not West Coast. Ali Monday, we went without. Yeah, he went. No, yeah, well, it was just a. So his 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 manager. He's never been promoted by. It. He's every other promotion company. It's, it's just Chris Sanaga and Jamie Sanaga look after him. Yeah, but he could have had the chance. You had an interview with Eddie and literally he was just last very, Wednesday. He was just very unlucky. He was because when it. he went out there, you think it was him, Frampton, the Gale signed with Ali Man. The Gale and Frampton had the big world title fights, and with. Selby, one was called off because he failed the drug test. Yeah. One, one, I yeah, think not Selby, no, yeah, the other guy, and Lisa, yeah, so yeah, the other guy failed the drug test. So, where Lee Selby was meant to earn the money, the same as the Galen and Frampton, maybe not quite as much, but it, just things went wrong. The other he guy just, missed weight, then, he, didn't he? yeah, the other guy missed weight. He just had a fucking really unlucky year, but like Eddie Earn said, Eddie Earn said he could have signed with Matchroom. He said he could have stayed with my That's Chris Sanagher Chris Sanagher taken him abroad. He said, you mate, he said he might have earned a couple of quid. He said, but you tell me where Lee Selby is now. No one knows of him. No, he's not he a household said, name. No, he's not a household name. No one knows about him. And where is that? You know well, I mean? hope. Well, he also, should be. Either. Well, it's when, 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 when he beat it, the... been a bigger name for you, yeah. Oh, the, the Welsh me where that? I hope he fucking... You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope he... Well, I hope he fucking fills that Josh Warnton in because he's a... I hope he fills him in. And then... I hope for for I hope for Selby's sake and that he has a big yeah you know, of course yeah, fight yeah. with Frampton. Well, this is Sky again. Sky I, have I, me off this I, week. I honestly believe, personally believe, a Selby will beat Frampton. I personally believe that he will. Um, and then you know it opens the doors then for like a fight with a guy like Russell Junior or Santa Cruz. But I don't know which way Frampton is going to go now. Do you know what I mean? So Frampton, they're all up, but they're all under box from boxing yeah. so but. If Selby wins this fight, he will be fighting Warner next because he's a man. Mandatory, yeah. He will be fighting Warner next. Depends if Frampton wants another warm up fight to wait for the big fight with Selby in like August up in Belfast. I don't know. I hope, I hope that's the route they go. I'll be honest. Sky carved me up this week. I done the old fucking thing that we all do in it, right? My fucking Sky bill's 120 quid a fucking month. Probably because of fucking Eddie and that fucking wanker, right? <laughs> No, I did. Eddie, like Everyone said to me, phone him up, tell him we're going to cancel, right? Phone him up, tell him we're going to cancel, and they will say, uh, no problem, fucking uh, let us tell you the deal that we got for you, right? So then, I does that, speaks to fucking Yvonne from Glasgow, explains to her that um, I'm thinking of leaving, Uh what what deal are you going to offer me? Do you know what Yvonne said? No problem, Mister Cullen. Yeah. Uh, we'll cancel you Sky straight away. Oh, you I was, fucking. She joke. called my fucking bluff. The cunt. I couldn't fucking believe what I was hearing, mate. Everyone said to me, "Tell them we're going to cancel the sports. Tell them we're going to cancel the movies." Yeah. And then they'll just say, "Oh, no worries, Mister Cullen. You're paying under upon a month now. We got a deal for six months. You're going to have the lot for eight pound fifty. Yeah. Yvonne." Must have found out she, fu- she found out her husband's having an affair, mate. She just went like that, Mr. Cullen, no problem. Uh, we'll cancel it straight away, okay? You're still paying £50 a month for broadband. 
Yeah. I'm like, Yvonne, chuck me some slack, love. Are you joking? She put the fucking phone down on me. She got to go with talk, talk, like I even walk, she mate. It's a fucking nightmare. I've only got fucking BBC One, like, BBC Two, Esped One Eck, and got, Channel Five. I've got Richard Branson's two. number on my phone. Who got brought my text? Oh, Richard Virgin. Branson can fuck <laughs> off as well. Because that cheeky cunt, yeah, that cheeky cunt was on the news yesterday saying about climate change. You got fucking, you got a fucking airline, stupid cunt. What's he now? He's literally about to go to space. What? They, they, he was on a fucking. He was on, on Scott. Oh yeah, yeah Virgin Galactic. Yeah, they, that's what it is. Oh, I fucking space. love that. Imagine that, mate. Fucking, that's a piece of the art. Oh, I don't know. I'd love that. Virgin Galactic. He'd be a little bit sick when he with the fucking when he starts spinning doing all that with zero gravity. Hundred and twenty five grand just to go on there. Is that? Oh, that'd be amazing. I've been to the moon enough times. So I don't need to go again. <laughs> <laughs> trying to grow out of it. Go back onto the lights in the palace. Fucking hell. Well, um. One thing should be mentioned, we are talking a lot of boxing tonight. Miguel Cotto retired at the weekend. Yeah, two of the boys were out there. Really? Richard Jones and Jake Adams, they were they were just luckily they well, they they booked to go out there with their, with their misses. And um after they booked then obviously the Cotto fight because he was he was in question whether it was gonna be the second or the ninth, wasn't it? And then it was obviously made the second, and right. they might as well up there, they went there to watch it. Can't fault it. Do you know one thing I saw after Cotto fought Canelo, quarter four Canelo. Yeah, yeah. Right. Talking the first five rounds, wasn't he? Right. And he got battered, and he. Uh, I mean, at the end of it, he was battered. Yeah. And there was a video, right, that there was in the changing room, and he's sitting there. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. He's sitting there, and he's having his his hand wraps taken off, yeah. and his missus is sitting next to him, and she's like heartbroken because yeah. she's she's looking at Cardo, and his, his all eyes are closed. He's a warrior, and he's everywhere, and. Uh, she, she's talking was he Dominican or was he some shit like that was he Puerto Rican or something yeah Puerto Puerto Rican, whatever the fuck and she's talking to him and they're translating it and she's she's basically saying you know like why why you know what are you doing why you do this to yourself and then she's all upset and he, and he and he turns to her and he goes this is all I know what to do or something like that yeah, they're probably yeah, doing yeah, it yeah. a complete disservice yeah, I know yeah, yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying he said this is all I know what to do and then when I saw that yeah. that was like he's a fucking legend that 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 is fighting. I mean, that yeah. is boxing. I saw something. Right I saw something earlier. Like you know, all the generation. Marvin Agler. Marvin Agler said, "If you cut my head, yeah, yeah. If you cut my head open, and you look inside, you'll see a boxing glove." Because that's all I know. <laughs> it is. Um, but, yeah, the court. But you know, caught though. You know, unfortunately, he lost. It would have been great for him to win and go out on a win. But that, you know, that Ali loss against, you know, he's Olympian, you know, he's, yeah. he's a good pet. It wasn't a walkover. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a walkover. So, who was the biggest name you fought? The, biggest that name? we would know. That you would know? Oh, fuck. Um, not so many people from Swansea. The big, the best fight that I... Well, I tell you what, I, I, boxed, I boxed James Todd in the pros. Right. Boxed that was on the documentary about Enzo, wasn't it? Yeah, about that was. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You know, I... Fuck, I didn't even know. They they gave him every round, sixth round fight. They, they weren't... There's another fucking prick that was there. There was Nathan Cleverley. I had arguments with him after that fight. Not many people in that fucking building thought I lost that fight. The, again, to lose every round is... Ap- well, the reason I lost every round, it was, our, it was my home show. It was Sanaga's show. He had Kalzaghi in the corner, Enzo Kalzaghi in the corner. And he won, he won every round. Well, we, were in the, we were in the shower after it. Me, James Liddy, James Todd. And Todd, he might not, even, he might not admit this now, but he said in the, in the shower, you won that fight. There wasn't many people that thought I lost a fight. So James Todd is probably the one I ever know. The best person I ever boxed. Boxed him three times. Hey, uh, Tony James, Cardiff boy. 
he's got brothers Henry James, yeah, uh, Gypsy family there. That Henry James now he's fighting, he's fighting for a title now coming up. Um, so yeah, Swansea. I didn't really box many Swansea amateurs. I was meant, I was meant to box Daniel Harris once on an Enzo Kazaki show, but they they made the fight a ten four. Then they made a ten two. Then they made a ten stone. Then like a couple of days before the actual show, it was like nine stone ten. So that was called up. They wanted me to make this week. Yeah. Obviously, they want me to go from ten stone four fight to the nine stone ten. Um, that's another reason why I don't know I wouldn't end Kazagi. But yeah, but as far as Swansea, because I didn't really box many Swansea boys. There weren't many Swansea boys. My Sanaga's we were. Yes, Sanaga's yeah. When I yeah, when I turned pro, I signed with Sanaga. So it was me, me, Selby, and Justin who signed on the same day. <clears throat> Um, obviously, you know, I, I, I had three pro fights. I lost all three. I'm not, I'm not you know, nowhere near embarrassed to say it. I lost against Ben Waker my first fight. The fight before I boxed him, he beat James Lilly on points. Why I was in against him, he was was he 5-0 and when I boxed him. So I should never have even been in the same ring as him. We were both on the Sanaga. I didn't, Terry Gray and Paddy were on holiday. You know, all respect to Spud Brophy. He was in my corner. But Spud Brophy's never been in my corner. Mm. First two rounds, I tried to blast him out, and then he, he beat me in the third. Um, my last pro fight, then my second pro fight was Toddy, where they they, they gave every round to him. And my third, it was down at Oceana, and I, the guy would hit my gloves. He, he went boom, 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 hit my gloves. And then the ref jumped in and waved it off. He was like, and the guy had boxed. He even the guy who was boxing in the ring. He said to the ref, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he's actually said, "What are you doing?" Like I was like, I was looking around, like, "What? Uh, what what's happening with her?" Like uh, no one, like I, he, he, when he, when he, when the boy boxing, he said, "What are you doing?" I haven't hit him. He's fucking hit my gloves. But you know, that's just, that's the way boxing is. You know, in nowhere, you know, people would say, "Oh, he lost all three pro fights." Not many people would say that, but I went in, I did it. You know, I put the gloves on. I went through, the, you know, went through all the amateur stages. You know, box amateur from fourteen. Started off with Kung Fu, so five to nine, five to fourteen. So you and Lily were doing that together. Right? Yeah, me. Well, James Lily and we, yeah, we did Kung Fu together. Who's my uncle's club? Uh, the Black Tigers is called up in up in um, up in Town Hill. So we we me and James Lilly started Kung Fu together. I think James started boxing then about a year or two before me. And then that's when I went over then, and this is where, you know, yeah, me and James obviously we were still you know still in conversation. A couple of times a week now, so you know. That's, so one thing with boxing, you'll never lose your mates. Like that, that's the, that's the one thing I will say. Because I'm really deep, e- even at the the, the the level I was at, which was not no near anywhere near that, is that there's a certain respect. You know what I mean? If you if you've been in a gym with boys, uh, like I was lucky to be in a gym with Chris, uh, Chris Ware and Ricky, and there's and no better buzz than being in a boxing being gym. In a gym. It's the amazing. smell. I used to yeah. have the smell going in the warehouse and, and you, smell. And when you you know you're training together, you know you're hitting shit at each other almost every single time. I spied Ricky, you drop me with body shot almost every single time. You know you drop other boys. They put you in. You know after then you be in a shower, laughing, joking, bantering. Yeah, respect, like you know it's it was it's a family. It's a, it's a community. The one thing about boxing, it is a community because uh, you meet all. Ways of life, you know, especially with the amateurs. You know, we would go to Merthyr, you know, we were boxing a gypsy. I went to, went to Gloucester, it was a gypsy show, a gypsy dinner show. It was the most mental show I've ever been to. <laughs> I boxed a boy from the Bronx, the gym called the Bronx. I walked into the ring with a fucking Welsh flag around my shoulder, so I was going absolutely mental. So I stopped, I stopped my boy in the first round. Matthew Bolt then. 
he, he was a, he was an like he was best. You know, many people know Mark about this fantastic amateur boxer. When the, the first person to beat like called Gethin Davis, Gethin Jenkins from Carmarthen, unlost in like five six years, won, and that's from Welsh and British level. Murphy Bolt fucking annihilated him. But when we were up there, then Murphy Bolt's a gypsy boy. He stopped his boy. And then Sean Criddle, Sean Criddle was meant to fight. There was two boys fighting from rival camps. So one of them hit one of them with a low blow. The ref fucking called the fight off. Disqualified him. So one of the jet then picked up a bucket, threw it at the ref. So the whole shot they get called off because the ring was soaking. So there's, there's about 200 fucking people in it. There's about 200 jet bows. And it's a, it's a dinner show. Only men. There's yeah, only yeah. men in it. So as they're walking out, you can hear them. They're all walking out of a scrap. And you can hear them uh, Right, we have this fight in 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 an Irish accent. I'm going to attempt it. And we come back in and have a pint. So we're driving off now. Dean was driving. Ricky Owen's uh, stepbrother. He used to drive a minibus. So as he's driving off, he's like, stop, stop. He's like, fuck off. He's fucking wheel spinning up the gravel car park. And there must be, there's about 100 people in a big circle. There were two people in the middle. One, I always remember, one was topless. One had a vest on. They're going out like fucking in the middle that was the amateur show was like, we were having up the Gwent uh, sorry up the Fairfield and I always remember it was a group that used to come to the town of the mad boys TMB fucking I've never seen an ar- yeah, yeah walls, fucking a bit of an argument inside the Gwent so they go out then you walk out and someone people are in a car and there's about fucking 15, 20 of the boys, they fucking toppled the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> they tipped it fucking over. That's like a fucking normal two. That, yeah, that, that was a typical amateur show. He'd be in there, the mothers would be going crazy, shouting and bawling. You know, the boxers would fight, always fucking hug after it, always hug. You know, he was younger, have a squash. You know, he'd all get, get your food together, so you'd have your sauce and chips together. But it was it was the it was the parents more. It was the parents of the nuts like well, I can't the mothers. Uh, it's the mothers of the nuts. The mothers are insane. You've seen that documentary. Yeah, there's a show. There's a show in Merthyr, and the women are going insane. They're trying to get in the fucking ring. This I is, can't wait for the 2020 Olympics when Emlyn Road puts the own team in. <laughs> Because there's more trampolines and swimming pool at Emlyn Road than there is in the fucking Olympic Centre in Sheffield. Honestly, fuck every fucking every house got a swimming pool in it. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> fuck yeah. That's a new. That's a new. Well, was it hot tubs? Fuck. Well, oh fuck well, me! I can't afford right. a fucking shower. My daughter's six, right? No, she's the youngest in the year. So everyone else in the year turning seven. She's not turning seven until July. So I had a phone call off her mum. Or oh, a text here that offered my mother a month ago. Um, Savannah's got a birthday party on Saturday. Will you take her? Of course I'll take her. You know, it's got the address to this house, blah, blah, blah. Pack a swimming costume for her. It's a hot tub party. It's like, fucking love what? It. Hot tub party? I said, oh, what? I said she's fucking... They don't, it's seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot tub party. It turns up. They're all fucking... This is like you know, you know. There's obviously you know, there's nothing. They they they're young. They you know they they're young children. But six and seven year olds having a hot tub party. But when I was six, when I was six, I was you know we were a party in the fucking in the front living room with a table. You were fucking it's jelly. My daddy can't say happy birthday. Mr. Wimpy, 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 Mr.
Get it? Go, I thought I'd go to Vegas or what? <laughs> that's what I gotta go. I gotta go from you. I have to pick my daughter up from the Coopers. They got a fucking disco. Mate, no voice sees anyone playing arches. I'm a kid. <laughs> 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 yeah, the skill to arches, right? The skill to arches was go with someone ugly. Are you oh, you can't see me being used to do it to me. You know what I mean? You can't see me being used to do it to me. You can't see me being used to do it to me. Jamie was necking more than UEFA in the media loads. Jamie, they turned to me, they'd look at me and compare me to sloths from the Goonies. They turned out to Jamie being and he was fucking necking everyone. He fucking killed me. That's what I used to do. She's just like, ah, no, 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 no. Come on, you come with me. I won't mention no names. You come with me, Archers. Top me three years to fucking... Realise I had to go with Raymond Griffiths, he had a broken nose, <laughs> and, and, and his mother dropped a teapot on his head, and he's all, he was all scalded the fuck. All of a sudden, I'm making everyone left, right, and centre. I got a little debate that I wanted to chat out there oh, to, all, to, to all the listeners, all the ambitious, critical listeners, and also yourselves. So, I've jotted down the League One, the, the, the team that was promoted, the Swansea City team that was promoted from League One, the Championship, right? So, I got 11 players here. Were the most appearances in that season. So not in not not in um, you know not in position order. Do one at a time. So I'm starting off with the best. No, no, but right. 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 hang on. So, so, so what do you ask? So basically, you know, so what I want to what I want what I'm saying is I feel this team that I'm going to be better than what is we've got better now. than the current team. Oh, so this is so in this team we had Fairy Border, Fairy yeah. Fairy Border, Fairy Robo, would walk into our midfield. Yeah. Uh, Robo. Would walk into the midfield. He'd probably still walk in the midfield now at this yeah. age. Darren Prattley would do a better time, job. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary Monk. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's probably Leon Britton. Jason Scotland. Not as a bony old fucking. De Vries is not as good as Fabian. No way, no way. Dennis Lawrence. Oh, fuck him. Marcus Pinkner. We got left back. Bowser and. I put Pinkner twice. Um, Pichardo, is it? Dobby? No, 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 us now they beat us they would beat yeah, us because so obviously this is when they were all passing better yeah. um, you know they, they were, were, they were a team exciting. yeah they were a team they were a hot like could you imagine now with Robbo on the pitch right could you imagine fucking Sanchez when walking when Robbo's on the pitch yeah. like he would fucking grip all of him he uh, just won that but did you see one fucking happen uh, you know we, we do say fuck the stats here but he ends up coming back to the stats now because football don't count for shit we have taken 27 shots in 15 games. The record lowest previous to that was 37 shots. We're 10 below the I mean, record. You don't want to look at stats. You don't want to look at stats. But unfortunately, we always do look at stats because they're there. Because but the, look, the table doesn't lie. And oh. I, said, I said a few weeks ago, I don't think we'll get 20 points. I, and nothing tells me that we'll get 20 points West Brom have always been a team especially at home that I've looked at and we got them Saturday I've always looked at and go we'll get something from that the best 45 minutes of football and, I, and I'm in the majority of this that I saw live at the Liberty was the 45 minutes when Michael Loudup was in charge was it when Rob Lynch scored that volley there was two oh, that there was a midweek yeah, there, there was a mid. there was a midweeker which was out of the game right 
where we were like 3-0 at my half time. And he come back? No, I think no? he ended up 3-0. And the both of them, and then it was the one with Routledge as well, but I don't think that was, uh, that was Gary Monk, I think. Yeah, it was that was Monk. Yeah, yeah. It was a 3-0 at half time when Loudrop was in charge. It was a midweek, and we just, Pablo Hernandez, and even Routledge, I think Routledge scored in that one. We were fucking fantastic. But I've always thought, West Brom at home is one of those teams that we can turn over. And I'm looking at it sat, you know, fuck, and I'm going, I can't fuck, see it. I can't see yeah, it. I can't see and it. then, Pardon, to, me, to, to, to fucking yeah. pile it all on, right? We got Man City like fucking Wednesday. That's Wednesday. a worry, actually. Jesus yeah. Christ. We are due, right? We are genuinely due a tune-in. I mean a fucking tune-in, right? And I think Man City Wednesday I just, could be that you know, fucking game. like Jesus or Guerra up front against us. No, not even. De Bruyne, Jesus. Je- I was going to say Jesus I, I, I think we get off if Jesus Christ would be himself would be playing yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. a little Dig bit him up, confident put him up front yeah. he'd probably I, still score yeah you know what I mean I would I, yeah. it's, not, he, it's not like we got you know Wolves in the FA Cup we can fuck that off they talk not the league. That, no. 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 that's another fucking yeah. hiding probably because they got something to fucking play for <laughs> I mean it's like it's all it's all it's all sad times get Lee Deneen on yeah let's get him well, I tell you what fucking you look at look at our team. Well, I, I got you right. I was what I told you. You know when Weston first went into the Welsh League. You know some of the players that played for them, right? Going first going to the Welsh League, but like the likes of Neil Phillips. You know, I'm not saying they're as good as as the players now, but like, this is you know the, like Neil Phillips were like Davo. Well, Danny Cameron, Danny Cameron, best centre half in Wales as he as he will as he will label himself. I don't know. I like I like Cavs. Hang on, I like Cavs, and I played against Cavs, and Cavs was a great footballer. But Davo, he was, was fucking else. fantastic. Yeah, he was Let me tell you the time Davo turned me inside out. Right. Turned you inside out. Oh, I mean, literally flipped me inside. Oh, out, oh right? fucking went through the. We don't want to be involved in that I was playing for the Saints. And um, it was the year that uh, I was 16 when I came in the league and we beat them up the park, didn't we? And this is when we played them down Pendravard. We lost 5-0, right? This one had a great side. Bessie, Wayne Jones, Davo, Peacock, Flippy Eagles, Socky, Elverside, right? So I'm playing left side midfield. It was the same day. Was that when Donnie was playing as well? When Donnie played. Remember I told you a story about Donnie Meg and me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie was that a player. That was that game, right? He was a player. I got the ball for a throw-in on the left side of midfield. And Jitbo's come running over. Give it to me! And I've thrown it to Jitbo. And Davo have sort of spotted the run. So he's come <laughs> this way, right? And as Jitbo have gone, he's gone to give it back to me. And he's given me one right in the middle. And Davo have just come like a fucking steam train. Smashed right, Davo. And I'm there. I'm like rabbit in headlights. I'm going in. <laughs> but I know I'm losing. Davo, <laughs> Davo got about three stone on me, right? He's a fucking down. monster, mate. He hit me, right? And he was completely fair. There's no problem with the tackle at all. He went straight through the boat. He went straight through me. My fucking legs went up over my fucking head. I landed on my fucking back on the floor. I remember, I remember laying there like this, going, fuck me, I felt like I'd been in a car crash. <laughs> and yeah, I, remember, I remember looked up, and Jippo was standing there, and he went, oh, sorry, Bush. Cheers, Jip. When we when were first went to the West, I used to follow him around everywhere. Like, he was talking Davo. Like, half-time, Davo and Neil Phillips would be in a change room smoking. Neil Phillips would be smoking in the shower. <laughs> He only bought an oak and have a fucking he'll have a shower and yeah. smoke and his road he won't get he, wet. Yeah, he's <laughs> the only fucking boy who can do more keep ups with an orange than oh. most people. He's, can the, do he's the only boy that can have a nickname 
ledge, ledge and get away with it. He, he's the only one. The only he knows who'd fuck him off and who's yeah. stop calling who's himself called ledge. Himself ledge or fuck him. Any oh, man know, oh, no, like, any man know who's Eddie, if Eddie May is your manager and who in the showers washing your cock and balls singing Eddie May's wife's a lesbian <laughs> who the fucking legend is it? <laughs> and then go fucking call yourself whatever the fucking wants you walk in it like I play for West I play for the West End first the worst team we were, we were in, a, in a friendly up in Swindon I think it was and he went, we were in a shower and he walks in and said you got a fucking roly <laughs> smoking a roly and he was pissing all over just we'll pissing to, all over we'll have to get Neil on yes. Neil yeah, would be fucking he said him and Darren Moore no man they like, play Xbox and fucking do do a, do a couple of volumes and yeah drink a bottle of cider and walk around town over the tops off <laughs> <laughs> I um, <laughs> yeah. Do you know the most famous person I ever got chinned by? Oh. Whoever told you this story? No. Right. The most famous person I ever got chinned by. It's tremendous. Yeovil Town manager Darren Wee. He's, oh. he's the current. <laughs> he's the current manager, right? Oh, like, yeah. A, I was in the schoolboys and the fifteens. We played Plymouth, and we're supposed to play on home park, right? We travels down. Day off school is fucking great. Travels down Wednesday, it's fucking weather, is horrendous. All the way down there, kids are spewing on a bus. Took us like seven hours to get to Plymouth because the weather was so bad. Turns up home park, game called off. Sent us all the way fucking home, right? We had to go down a week after. Another day off school, fucking great. Right, I hated school. We plays on the training ground, on the training pitches. So we used to play like a five and a back, right? It was like two wing backs, two centre-halves, marking, and a sweeper. Anthony Wright was sweeper in the English Cup side because you couldn't, you, you, you couldn't play your yeah. older age down yeah, so you yeah. had to make changes so I was the only one out of that defence that played in, Anthony played in midfield in the Welsh Cup in the English Cup he played sweeper it was me and Mansell right playing centre-offs and we used to mark a man and you didn't play left side or right side you just follow the man right so you had one sweeper and the centre-offs with man mark so I've ended up marking this guy little fucking ginger bloke not much about that. I was about 5'10", 5'11". I'm skinnier than I am now, but I was the same height from when I was talking about 15. This guy's about fucking 5'6". Not much about that. I thought, oh, I saw that come down. Right? <laughs> you know when you play against someone and from the first that minute... last words? Oh, man. The first minute, you know this guy's better than me. Yeah. The ball hit him like a fucking arrow. I remember coming into his feet and I'd gone to like right up close to back to him and he just gone ping. First touch left me for oh, fucking dead. I'm chasing him, right? <laughs> and I'm going, fuck, this kid's good, like... So a couple of things happened. I knew it was game because he was like backing onto me and like roughing me up and shit. I thought I got a nip this in the bud. So the ball had come into his feet. I know this is the days where he could get away with a few. So the ball's come into his feet and I've gone, hit him straight through the back of the legs, straight through the ball. Referee's blown up and you give it that like, what are you on about, yeah, ref? Yeah. Right, okay. Because like I've had the ball but I've literally hit him through the ankles on the way through the ball. What are you on about, ref? Fucking right. Ref pulled me over. One more of that. You know, fucking going in the book. This dad away was game as ox. Now, I didn't know he was dad away at yeah, this point. Course, yeah. He's just some fucking guy I'm playing against, right? He's giving it to me. I'm giving it to him. Another ball comes in. Bang. Straight through the back of him. Yellow card. Oh, fuck. I think he'd done me not long after. We were both on buckets and we were constant. All game. He's elbowing me. I'm elbowing him. He's calling me a cunt. I'm calling him a cunt. <laughs> fucking constant, right? Second half. I think we were drawing. And there was a corner. And I remember it out on that side, and I was, 
and he came into the near post, so I just went with him. And I think it was one of them where I like I stepped on his foot or something. No, like you know, yeah. so I had all that in a lot, spiteful as fuck. I stepped on him, and I watched the flight of the ball, like the kick, the corner kick came, and I just saw the ball, and then the next thing, I'm on my back, and I didn't know how I got there, and I remember people jumped above me because like, there was a corner, and mm. I sort of like gone into like the fetal position, so like people aren't like landing on me, and I looked up, and my old man was behind the goals, and he was freaking, he was going fucking mad. And I, I couldn't work out how I'd ended up on the floor. <laughs> what had happened was, right, as soon as the corner got taken, my old man said, he took a step to the side and he hit me with a left hand. Oh, that away. Right? I didn't even feel it. Oh, that away on the wall. Oh, that's a god. You fucking Yeovil cunt. Flash knocked out. It was a proper flash knocked I was down. Fuck went on, right? I got up. I remember looking at my old man. The ball came over and it got headed and then it got kicked out the other side. And there was big trees there down at his training park and they'd gone in behind the trees and they were linesmen and a ref, right? This was like proper game. And they'd gone looking for the ball. And I looked at my old man, he said, he just fucking chinned you that guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I go, fuck. So I walked over and I fucking gave him one of them, like fucking just like shoved yeah. the head in the back of his fucking head. There was a big tent of tear, right? And it was fucking murders. And it went all the way through the game. Now, I didn't know this guy's name, but they used to do programs for every schoolboy game. It was literally an A4 sheet of paper folded, Plymouth schoolboys versus Swansea schoolboys. And on yeah. the inside was the. And he was yeah. number 10, number 10, Darren Way. He was captain. I was like, and we drew two all up there. So we had to play on back in a vetch. It was a Friday night game under the lights. It was amazing, right? Because a load of people came. It was yeah. fucking packed. The whole centre stand was full. And I thought, fuck me, i got to sort this can't out. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you know what? Redemption. We went 3-0 up, right, in the first, like, 10, 12 minutes. Uh, Stephen Dyer scored an absolute fucking cracker. He fucking pulled it out when he dinked the keeper. He'd done the same thing cleverly in a final against the Swans. And we were 3-0 up in the first 10 minutes. And just after we went 3-0 up, he went past me and I... I, I had the ball, man and ball, like, tackle, flattened mm. him. And I looked down off, I screamed at him, get out, you can't it. I looked at him and he was like, he saw, like, his heart went, not because of yeah. me, yeah, they yeah, were 3-0 yeah. down. Like, you know, they were 3-0 down. He thought, fuck it. Oh, he thought, fuck it. And I didn't, like you say, I just always remembered his name because he, he was the best player I ever played against. And uh, years, years after, right, I was in the house with my old man and it was before Saints game. I was like, and there was a half 12 game on and it was Yeovil versus someone in like the playoffs to come out to the conference to go into the it was like a two-legged playoff to yeah. go into the fucking league two and I was, I was, me and my old man are sitting there in the is when I lived in Mount Pleasant and I'm looking like that and Darren Way is leading a fucking team out for Yeovil fuck and I go like that fucking hell my old man goes that's a twitter chin <laughs> 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 he goes it fucking is as well. And we like that because obviously we hadn't seen the fucking team sheet, right? So I'm like, his name is Darren Way, Dad. His name is Darren Way. I'd always remember it. Next day. Oh, man, yeah, once I filmed Michael out, we're not going to The fucking team sheet come up. Darren Way, Captain. And then obviously after that, then I kept an eye on his career because Yeovil got promoted that game. Not that game. I think they, that was the first leg. They played second and they got promoted and they came into League Two. And then that's when Swan started playing Yeovil. Mm. Darren Way played in his games. He was always brilliant against, excuse me, against the fucking Swans. Always ran us ragged. And then he signed for us and then played about fucking four minutes of fucking football. So I kept an eye on him. Fuck.
fucking ginger cunt. I know he's manager. He's done a like for himself, hasn't he? Well, yeah. Fair play, that. Like. From Trinidad, anyway. He dropped me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was. Is this claim the fame? That's what he tells the boys. What you be saying now? If this ambition, if this podcast goes well, yeah. Do you know the most famous person I chin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most famous person I chin was that Paddy Collins, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they know me. Um, right. Before we fucking wrap it all up, it must be worth mentioning Curtis Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, oh awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-awesome-
<laughs> you can't make that face. But anyway, at least he's fucking honest. Like he said, I'm seventeen. I had three bottles of wine, seventeen cans of dark fruits, and I've had two advent cans of chocolate all day. That's why I shit on the fucking stadium. Like fucking quality, man. I was fucking pissed myself. Oh, what a way to fucking. Well, end on, it, on, on, a, on a massive serious note, though, anyone out there, you know, any male, you know, any blokes, mothers listening, any all young kids. Game involved in a local in a local club. Game involved. Game involved. No, no, it's not just a legend. Game involved in anything. Like my boys, only three. You know, get them in gymnastics. Get them into your support. Support your local clubs. Don't let them sit in the house. Don't let them sit in the house. Support your local clubs. Appreciate what's got. Appreciate what's around you. You know, there's facilities everywhere. You have got the boxing. You got you got boxing, kung fu, karate, judo clubs, gymnastic clubs. Army cadets, you've got it all. Just fucking, just, just realise how lucky we are. Get the kids involved. If you complain, don't sit in the house complaining, your kid is fucking playing a computer. Get them up off their fucking asses. You've got the power to do it to the parents. Get them out. Get them in these clubs. Support your local community and fucking make, make, you, make something of your kids rather than fucking. Oh, Adam for me. Yeah, yeah, well, I had a lot of small steps. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, you know, we all laugh, jokes, swear, but, uh, you know, you don't sit in the house playing, your kids are doing fuck all. Get them involved. Football, it doesn't matter what it is, get them involved. And uh, thank you for having me on, lads. It's been a pleasure, boys. It's been great to come on and have a little chat. So, uh, hopefully, some people have a bit more knowledge when I'll, whether it be the Swans, boxing, whatever. No, it's fucking uh, good, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think oh. I've been quite chill. Are you I think I've been quite chill, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been quite, it's getting emotional. I think when I see the no. fucking kids do something. I think I've been quite chilled as well. Yeah, it's lucky Owen didn't fucking pick me up and drop me off. I'd have been like, oh, I'd be on the table naked. <laughs> <laughs> when you turn up dressed as a girl, I thought, fuck me, this is going to go down. This is going to be heavy tonight. Yeah. You know what? But, uh, yeah, right, Adam, thank you awesome very much. Awesome, thank you this very much. This has worked out good timing, Pad. You top dad of the year. Yeah, I'm yeah. going down for some poison, playing arches. Yeah. Any, any man, anyone mention the word finger and I'll be kicking, fighting like that outside <laughs> the Coopers. So if your kids are in a party outside the Coopers now, now is the time to get them. Like, and they got a dustpan and brush out and fucking sweep his hair <laughs> Sweep up all his hair. That's not the gorilla there either. I think it's fucking yours. Right, thank you very much. We're out. Oh, Boxing the Weekend, James the Gale, all that. That's why I'm going to be watching Saturday night having a baby. I'm not working Sunday, fuck them. BT right. Sport, get on. BT Sport, we're out here. See you later. Peace out. Ambition is critical.